0: This is episode number 251 and episode number one of season two of the Live Life Aggressively show with Mike Mahler and Sincere Hogan. And this episode, we're going to talk about what everyone's talking about right now, that beer virus that's going around and... We're going to talk about it from a different standpoint as we talk about how to supplement to better prepare your body during this outbreak, as well as some mindset tips in dealing with the coronavirus. Lastly, we talk about why Mike and myself came back and brought back season two of the Live Life Aggressively Show, and we're going to talk about that right now. So here we go, folks. Right. First of all, we're like self quarantining, but uh, <laughs> that, that's the phrase everybody wants to use for themselves. But honestly, this is what we've been doing all along. We've never been in the studio together recording this show. <laughs> so, so basically, because of Corona, Mike is now being quarantined in Las Vegas, and I'm quarantining myself in Houston, Texas, because we don't want to get each other sick. <laughs> well, no, this bullshit. <laughs> so, but, what's but I, is what well, we'll talk about why we're back
1: towards the end of the episode, but what's funny is when you and I talked maybe a couple of weeks ago about resuming the show, get it back, getting it going again, I mentioned, hey, we can also do some bonus episodes where we meet up with people in person and, <laughs> and you're all quiet on your end, right? <laughs> uh, somebody's like, I don't want to do that. You're sitting there thinking, Man, i got to leave the apartment and go meet people? <laughs> what inconvenience that is?
0: Was that the thing, or it's like, did I already have inside information about this coronavirus? And was that the reason why I was quiet? Just like, hmm, little does he know. Oh, no, I was. I was. I
1: I have a list of people. I was like, yeah, I've been, sometimes bands and sometimes different athletes and so forth. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to connect with that person next time they're in town. Now I'm thinking, nah, sorry. Yeah, right. I'm good. <laughs> they can call in, but we don't yes. need to be in <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't need those kind of problems man so yeah it's been a very interesting month or so at this point you know yeah. with all the stuff that's going around and i was thinking to myself like okay so we'd already set the date you know to record this and i was thinking like wow it's almost like you guys knew like oh are you guys looking for some materials you know to do the reboot to do season two well here you go in fact, we're yeah. going to give you lots of resources here. And, yeah, man, so the timing couldn't have been more, I guess, ideal. I won't say perfect because it kind of sucks. You know, there are people out there getting sick. There are people who are dying. You know, there are people out here who are losing their damn minds, which makes it even better that we are starting the show. So we can talk about them. Okay. Those are the people I like to focus on on this in this situation. And um, so, therefore, our listeners can not be those people, in which – I know the majority of our listeners are not those people in the first place, but we're basically doing what we've always done, what we did for 250 episodes prior to this season. We're basically going to say the things that you've been thinking and probably didn't want to say out loud (laughs) because you know we don't care. That's the benefit of always staying home. (laughs) So you you don't have to sit there and do people, hey, man, I heard you said this on your show. Like, okay, you're in my house. Why are you in my house? (laughs) So (laughs) So let me tell you right now, man, this whole thing is an introvert's dream. Right? They are loving this. And all those extroverts that sit there like, and tell everybody like, oh, I'm a people person. I like to just be out. I like talking, connecting with people. They are going through it right now. They're sitting at home like, oh my God, what do I do? And if they're married to an introvert, <laughs> that person is leaving them like, trust me, you'll be okay. Because guess what? I'm that guy right now. Because I'm, I'm, I'm more of an introverted extrovert. My, basically, I will probably like you once I get to know you. Yeah. <laughs> if, so, and for a lot of people, because I think you're cool from afar, I probably won't try to get to know you because you'll probably mess it up, <laughs> mess it up for both of us, and make me not like you. <laughs> so, and so uh, I pretty much like I said, I like to pretty much spend more time alone because actually I like to be away from a lot of distractions and I like to really observe things and, and not have too many things skew, you know, how I view it or whatever. It's, it's really there's something to be said when you sit back and just observe things, man. Right. And and instead of just, just being in it, being in the mix of all the mess. Now there has to be a balance to that too. Because I know some people who are truly introverted and they just like, oh my god, they'll lose their stuff if anyone is anywhere near them or even looking at them or, and they, they lose it. And there are a lot of reasons why that can happen. It could be a lot of past trauma, you know, a lot of psychological things going on. And then just some people who are just, some people are so devious that they're afraid to be around people because of all the evil things they're thinking or, or wanting to do or doing behind the scenes. and They feel like they're going to get caught. <laughs> so, And then on the flip side of that, you know, those extroverts, yeah, you're being a people person, but hey, look at this virus, man. You know, being a, 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 a one-on-one communicator can cost you. <laughs> it can cost you your health, some time off from work or anything like that. But at the same time, you know, it, it, it's good that those people are out there. So, like I said, it's good to have that balance of being both. That's why I'm more of an introverted, introverted extrovert. You know, there are some people who are the flip. They're very extroverted, but they're also introverted as well. So I, I, rarely is it ever full on one or the other. People always need to understand it. I always laugh when I see people posting to me why, you know, us introverts, this, this and this. And I'm like, yeah, no one's a hundred percent any of those things that you listed. No one yeah, really, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just not, it's really hard to function as a human being and especially an adult to be all, just all those things on that one side of the paper. If you drew a line on a piece of paper and then you wrote like, here's the, here are my, these are my pros and here's my cons. Here are things I do and here's things I don't do. It's like, mm, all the time? Yes, all the time. Okay. You're 45 years old. So you've been doing that 45 years straight. Yes. I don't believe that. <laughs> now you may have wanted to, but it's just a lot of times it's not feasible. So. Yeah. It's, like it's an unrealistic expectation too, to place upon yourself.
1: I mean, I'll give you an example. I've been going to a therapist for maybe a couple weeks now. I just, I just felt it was time to finally talk to a professional, work on some mental health stuff. You know, Carol encouraged me to do that. And it's been, it's been really good, actually. I've actually really enjoyed it. I go to a really cool lady. But she brought up, I told her one thing last time I saw her about two weeks ago. I said that I go through, because she thinks I'm somewhat bipolar as well, not full blown bipolar where you're on these extremes like mania and depression, but on the spectrum. It, because it, based on what I've told her, and one of the things about my personality is I spend so much time talking about hormone optimization, being optimal, being a, optimizing your health, your endocrinology, your mind. So obviously that's something that's important to me, and very people, a lot of people are interested in that information, probably similar mindset. But what happens is no matter what you do, you're not going to be optimal all the time day after day after day. I don't care what you take. I don't care how well you dial in your hormones. Obviously, it makes a difference, but that doesn't mean that you're going to feel at your best every single day into perpetuity. And that's kind of the expectation I've put upon myself because I have this knowledge base. I know how to dial in hormones. So there's this expectation of I should feel fantastic, driven, ready to go all the time. So I go through these extremes of one week, my mood is great. I'm feeling fantastic, workouts are good, business is going, ideas are flowing, I'm waking up excited, and then maybe the next week, it could be the opposite, where I'm I'm dragging, I wake up, I'm tired, I don't really like doing anything, and what happens is, is you can be really hard on yourself during that dip, which is what I tend to do. Right. What she told me is that there's lessons you can learn in that, so instead Mm -hmm. of feeling like you you need to feel this optimal way all the time, you're this strong guy, you're driven, you're on top of things. You have this expectation of that's how you want to be viewed and that's how you want to feel all the time. But that's not human experience. So when you go through those dips, there's lessons and benefits you can pick up from there. So now what happens is when I go through those dips, I don't, I don't, I'm not as harsh on myself at all. I realize, okay, slow down, relax. It's not that big of a deal. You don't have to be this type A personality all the time. Well, I mean,
0: the thing about the type A is like you got a capital A and you got a lowercase A. That's what people need to think about as well. Everybody wants to be the capital A all the time. But the next thing you know, you're typing in all caps and you're screaming to everybody. and one one wants to read your information. <laughs> so.
1: Right. Just like with training, you go through cycling. You may hit it really hard for three weeks and then you pull it yeah. back for a week, right? That's one example of periodization. Other mm-hmm. coaches, it's three months of very intensive training and then you pull it back.
0: So why would you expect your life to not be any different? Well, basically, your training is just a reflection yeah, of who you are, you know. So, yeah, a lot of those lessons in the gym really apply to with life. We've said that a million times, and so there are times we need some periodization just with your life, you know, whether right. it's your personal life, your business life, and all that. You just like again, you can't just try to hit a lifestyle PR in every aspect. It just doesn't work that way. You are going to burn out and flame out. That's what usually. I think that's getting to uh, from a mental health standpoint. I think that's what happens with a lot of people who. But not necessarily dealing with mental health because of trauma or necessarily dealing with mental health because of genetics. You know, just they may be dealing with mental health just because of environment, which those other things I just mentioned probably play into that. And they, they yeah. become they're part, you know, the foundation of why people have to be the overachiever and all that, because they are looking at some some things from their past, like some, you know, You have someone that works all hard, and all they do is think about money and how they can make more money. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Then they're grinding, grinding all the time. Why? Because they grew up poor, or one of the somebody they loved, you know, a family member or whatever, they died broke, and that person's like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm not going out like Aunt So and So. I refuse." Yeah, exactly.
1: So I mean with that so where I'm going I mean I bring that up because right now we're in this unprecedented situation where it really feels like the whole country's on vacation you go out That's and about stores are closed or there's very few people walking around there's no
0: traffic.
1: <laughs> Those all sound like good things as I'm naming them off. <laughs> exactly. There's traffic, I go to the dog park, I can let my dogs off and run around because no one's there. <laughs> so that's I'm like, hmm. There's no pluses to every situation. And right. some of you may be in a situation where you, you, you finally have to slow down and you have a chance to think about things. You have a time to reflect. You're at home for two weeks or who knows how long this is going to go on, but it's at least going to be two weeks where maybe you're not able to work. Maybe you're you're temporarily laid off. So now you have time on your hands. And that you can get a little antsy at first. You start binge watching television. You're on social media all day. That's gonna get bored, boring eventually if it hasn't already. And then you have to start thinking about, okay, let me think about my life. Let me think about maybe maybe I'm gonna start working on that book I've been talking about forever. I've got some time now, the ideas are starting to flow. Maybe I'm gonna reconnect with people in my family. I, I don't get a chance to see them that often because we're all working all the time. The kids are at school, I'm at work. Both parents are working. People are not connecting as much because of everyone's different schedules. In some ways, that's a negative thing. Because I, I've already heard some people joke. <laughs> I didn't realize how annoying my family was. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so now that the kids are home, and I wanted to spend more time with the kids, until
0: now, now, I, now that I have to, I, I didn't realize. Now I want to, to give them <laughs> away. It's just like, hey, <laughs> now is the perfect time. Like, and I was going to bring this up later when we start when we talk about just. Dealing with this virus and pet care during this situation, but (laughs) I'm gonna gonna bring it up now. Now probably be the time that people thinking like, you know what? I know that there are a lot of animals out there that need foster homes. Right. Would it be okay if I go like to the local shelter and like, look, I'll let you foster my children for the next month or two while I foster that nice little pit bull over there. (laughs) Sad thing is, they're not bringing that pit bull back. (laughs) <laughs> they were like, "Hey, I like this. You're, oh, yeah. You're, yeah. you're a lot easier than those damn kids of mine." <laughs> so, so people yeah, probably. I, I'm, I'm happy to foster
1: dogs, but I, I tend to be a foster fail, meaning that those dogs become. See, part I of can't the do family. it. I can't <laughs> do it,
0: man. I, you know, I, you know, I've had, I've had friends who foster, and they ask me like, "Man, you and Paulette, man, you guys really love dogs. Y'all love animals. You should foster." I said, "Nope." I said, first of all, I said where I live right now." Is not conducive to fostering. Well, I mean, you're not going to keep them that long, so that's the problem. We're going to keep them. We're going to get attached. We're going to get attached, and you next know. thing we're going to do, we're going to become. I'm going to be the dog dude instead of being the cat lady. Okay. Yes. And I already told. I already told my wife. I said the the end goal for me is to have some land, a little secluded, you know, off the beaten path, and you know have plenty of land. And I I want to have my own sanctuary for rescues. You know, right. and therefore have the land and the resources to take care of that. So that's one of the end goals. That's one of the things I'm working toward. And, you know, I look at, um you know, uh one of our friends over in Spain who did the same thing, just gave up his life. He, We actually had him on the show before, yeah. you know, just gave up everything. And pretty much that's what he did. He, yeah. he started his own little sanctuary in Spain because he saw all the strays out there. And, man, when I first – when I saw someone – that close to the circle that actually just did some things I've already thought about, it really yeah. started opening up the possibility. Like, dude, this dude wasn't rich. Okay. He wasn't filthy rich. Uh, I mean, I, I think he was a teacher, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. And yeah. He gave up his teaching job, him and his mm-hmm. wife and moved to a whole, an entire different country. <laughs> you know, he's a stranger there and you know, he's doing this. So he's still thriving doing that. So I look at that and I get inspired by that, man. It's one of the reasons why, you know, we had to bring the show back and we'll talk about that later. <clears throat>
1: Oh, yeah. A- yeah. We'll talk about that towards the end. So I'm sure people are wondering, hey, what happened? Why did you guys leave? And or why are you back? And we'll get into all that stuff. But right. well, talk about a great time to be back because there's plenty to talk about. So before we, I mean, we, we love going off on tangents. And I think that's one of the things about the show that some people enjoy. So we'll definitely go off on some tangents. But I, I just want to get into some practical steps to keep your immune system resilient. And I don't want to overwhelm people with, supplements to buy and steps to take, I really want to give you the highlight, the most effective things that I believe you can do to keep your immune system strong. No one can promise you that you're not going to come into contact with this virus, that you're not going to pick it up. But what you what you do have control over is keeping your immune system strong, not burdening yourself so that if you do come into contact with the virus, you can fight it off. Right. And that's where personal responsibility comes in line. So instead of worrying about stockpiling toilet paper for the next 10 years, focus <laughs> on what you can do to keep yourself healthy because if you're healthy, sincere, and I'm healthy, and Paulette's healthy, and Carol's healthy, and our neighbors healthy, guess what? We're not going to spread this thing around as much. So right. let's keep each other healthy. If you're going to stockpile anything, get a couple extra bottles of vitamin C, not for yeah. yourself, but for in case one of your neighbors is sick. Maybe you have a senior citizen next door and – She's not feeling too well. Go drop off a bottle of vitamin Z for her. Tell her to take a couple grams a day. And at least that'll give a little bit of a boost. Is it going to, is it a cure all? No. Is it going to prevent everything you come across? No. But it's going to make you a little bit more resilient and, and every step matters right now. Right. So a couple of things. Practice deep breathing. Now, here's an interesting place to start because people are going, breathing? What do I care about that? Well, think about what happens when you're stressed. You immediately go into shallow breathing, and then that causes an increase in blood pressure, adrenaline, cortisol, and that compromises your immune stress system strength. Mm-hmm. So every time you, I mean, just anytime you think about it, just breathe in deep through your nose, hold it in your belly, breathe out, and you can't overtrain on deep breathing. So just get deep breathing in as much as possible. Set aside some time to do some meditation, and it doesn't have to be sitting in the lotus position. You could sit on a sofa. You could be comfortable. You could lie down, listen to some music you enjoy, listen to a meditation program, and then just focus on your breathing during the entire duration. cardiovascular training is great to keep your immune system strong, things like sprinting, interval training, because that engages deep breathing. Now, when you Okay, let me go into the next one. Like I said, I don't want to go off on, I don't want to belabor <clears> points. It's going to run through these fairly quickly. Now, diet, load up on foods that are high in micronutrients, not macronutrients. There's a lot of foods that are high in protein, carbs, and fat, but it's all processed junk. You're not getting a lot of vitamins and minerals, polyphenols. So nuts, seeds, legumes, fruits, and veggies. You want to have some extra staples on hand as well. You're going to get into that sincere things like oatmeal and potatoes, things that don't right. pair. Quickly, just in case this becomes longer than we think it's going to be. You don't want to run out of food at home. Actually, the 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 vegan dog food (laughs) my dogs have, guess what? I can eat that too if necessary. Right. I've got a couple of big bags of that. I've got V Dog. I've got Wild Oats. Wild is it Wild? Yeah, I think it's called Wild Oats. This is another brand that came out. I'm just yeah. I'm 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 familiar with
0: V Dog. Yeah.
1: Wild dog or wild – now I'm thinking about the supermarket wild oats. Anyway, it's wild something. But I've got a couple of – I got just stocked up on I didn't buy 50 bags of dog food, by the way. I just <laughs> bought a couple extra ones just right. in case. Now, also, get some meal replacement powders, too, because these yeah. last forever. There's one called Kachava. It's a vegan protein shake, yes. but it oh, also yes. has a lot of vitamins and minerals. It's really good. It tastes really yeah. good, and that's number one. You can just mix it in water. So let's say you start running out of resources. You don't have any frozen fruit, You don't really have much to mix it with. Right. This is good, just mixed with water. And you can actually live off this. I'm not saying you can live off it indefinitely, but you can definitely survive on it. And it's not going to be the worst thing to survive on because you're getting protein. You're getting vitamins and minerals. You're getting greens. I mean, this thing is stacked. So it's a good idea to have a couple bags of stuff like that around. It's healthy for you, and then it's also a good backup. And this is where things like a a good multivitamin come in hand as well. I generally don't take a multivitamin most days. I feel like my diet is clean, and I'll take a few things to fill in the gaps. But we may get to a point where you're just subsisting on oatmeal and peanut butter and potatoes. And while that's people all over the world subsist on that, and they do Mm -hmm. just fine. but just to make sure you don't have any vitamin deficiencies, things like most people take a multivitamin. So that's not really something I need to tell people to go buy. Pretty much everyone's already taking one right now. Just something to be something aware of. Now, Robert, you have to chime in now. All right. (laughs) (laughs) The next thing is you want to keep your liver really healthy. We hear about detox all the time, and I hate that word because it's Goes, oh, I'm on a detox. It's like, all right, don't even know. If you ask someone what, he's like, okay, what does that mean? <laughs> so it's, it's well, like a, do, do tell, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> okay. yeah, detox inflammation, these are overused words, and most people who are using these words don't even really know what they're talking about. They're just repeating right. something they read somewhere. Now, an example of this is people saying, yeah, i like to go to a sauna to detox. Now, there is some detoxing involved with sweating, but that's not your primary source of detox. Your liver is. So you can go sit in the sauna all day. And right now, I wouldn't go to any spa, anywhere. No, 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 no. No. Let's start there. Now, if you ever saw that at home, great. You know, use it to relax and the sweating is good for you. It helps remove some heavy metals, but your main source of detox is your liver. So you want to keep your liver as healthy as possible. And one way to do that is take lime juice, squeeze the lime, put it in some distilled water, add a little bit of sea salt, drink that first thing in the morning. It's a nice liver cleanse. This is not new information. We've, I've mentioned this many times, but now it's a good way to help keep your liver strong. If you don't have limes or lemons, you can take apple cider vinegar. You can buy big bottles of that, and you just put two tablespoons in a glass of water, a little bit of sea salt, and just have that every morning to help cleanse your liver out. If you have, let's say you did a recent blood test, and your AST, your ALT, your liver enzymes are very high. Then you may want to get a liver support supplement, and there's a couple of good ones out there. Chi Health makes one called, I think it's called Liver Supreme, something like that, and that's really good. Are these things going to make or break anything? Not necessarily, but these are good things to do regardless of where this right. virus is. You want to keep your liver healthy, and that's where I'm going. None of this information is things that I would, I'd necessarily recommend because the virus is out there. These are things we should be doing regardless to stay healthy. All right. Now, apple cider vinegar also helps with glucose disposal. It helps with insulin sensitivity, optimal cholesterol levels. Insulin resistance places a big strain on your immune system. So all those things that we've talked about a million times for hormone optimization, it's never been more paramount that you take those things seriously now. Keep your blood glucose levels in an optimal range. Keep your blood pressure healthy. The last thing you want to do is deal with super high blood pressure right now because that's going to put a strain on your immune system as well. So just stay healthy as possible with simple measures. Now, speaking of inflammation, keep C-reactive protein levels low. This is a blood marker. You don't have to go out and get a blood test, by the way. That's the least of your concerns right now. But just focus on keeping inflammation low by avoiding processed sugar, trans fats, low-quality garbage, Basically, all the things that we see people buying on the news. Like, you sent me that picture of a guy with 50 bags of Cheetos. <laughs> you <know>?
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a live from Costco. Mike, check this guy out. He used to look on his face. He's looking at me like, why are you taking a picture of me? Like, I have to show my friend how dumb you look right now. Thing. Remember, I tried to take a picture of someone. of the sly as a joke. I'm like, okay, how do I do this Where it's not obvious? Oh, I just did it, dude. <laughs> I just I just pointed my phone right at him and took a picture of him. And the other person they just looked at me like, well, who is this guy? What is he doing? I'm like, trust me you will never see me again so don't worry about it buddy. first of all <laughs> let's start here if you're if you're 200 pounds overweight
1: you don't need to stock up on anything you've got enough right. fuel to
0: you're stocky to come on like, like like like,
1: like, you like to refer to yourself. you're already stocky bro <laughs> you got you got enough fuel on your body to last a long time so don't worry about <laughs> it you're not, not going to die of starvation let's start there second Now it's not the time to eat a bunch of crap that's going to compromise your immune system and make you more prone to getting sick. Because guess what? Not only is the coronavirus still out there, the regular flu is too. The colds, those didn't go away just because corona showed up. I mean, you could catch the flu and then catch corona and then catch a cold. All these things are still out there. So That's I mean, you have a compromised immune system. That's pretty much how it works out. <laughs> you know? Also, I mean, if you if you catch the regular flu and you're walking out and about and people see you looking like you're 105 degrees and you're sweating and you're, right. I mean, <laughs> you're probably going
0: to get picked up by a crew of people in hazmat suit. Yeah, I, I watched a couple. Of those days. Days. I watched a couple of those happen in Hong Kong. I was like, "Oh, that's it's like those it's like Drop Boys or something, the Drop Guys or whatever. It's just like boom. It was almost like a kidnapping. <laughs> so, and they just take them away and spraying them. I'm like, what are they spraying on these people? First of all, what is that?" <laughs> Stop. Like, Sorry, like that episode
1: of V, the V the final battle where exactly. all the lizard aliens have people lined up to go into some what looks like a quarantine situation, but right. they're being frozen. You know. For right. later. Like people are, <laughs> yeah. yeah, people are just lining up, just marching in, like, oh well, I guess this is what we do now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, man. That's so weird. So it is. It, it's, it's very strange.
1: Now, spice is also help with turning healthy meals into super meals, ginger and turmeric in particular. Ginger, just powdered ginger root is a great thing to have on hand right now because it improves your digestion and improves gut health. Remember, most of your immune system is in your gut. So if you have gut health issues, you have compromised immunity. Ginger powder, about a tablespoon Mixed with, let's say, a protein shake, or you can put it in hot water. You can make a tea out of it. I do that after I eat you know, dinner. Which I'm, I'm,
0: I'm drinking ginger tea right now, as we
1: speak. Yeah, ginger tea <laughs> is awesome stuff. That's something you should be taking, regardless of whether you feel good yeah. or not. A lot of health benefits of ginger. It tastes good, too. It's soothing. It's relaxing. So definitely, if you can, get some ginger powder online before everybody else goes out and buys it.
0: Because I've noticed that <laughs> right. C is starting to become harder to get now. <laughs> oh it is. Yeah. Because that's that's the because vitamin C is just like the the standard when it comes to any type of cold, flu or whatever. So that's that's been drilled into our brains, but you know, not many people think about ginger, not many people think about vitamin D three, you know, yeah, so I'm, I'm and right. things like you know, yeah. so and no one thinks about that. No one's thinking about um oregano oil. Oh or, right. or, excuse me, all of oregano. oregano. You know, oregano. Thinking about this yeah. You know, or um oh god, what's that other root? Uh, well, I know I'm pretty sure you're about to get to it anyway. So before I even like start snatching off the list, whatever you're coming up with, it's no, fine. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, you, start, you when people start running out of the, the basic stuff that they've already known, then, you know, there's enough people putting out good information, pretty much like you've been posting or whatever. And they're going to, they're going to like, Oh, I need to get that too. And then they're going to tell someone about it. And then next thing you know, everybody snatched it up. So this is a good time to get all that stuff. Like I was going to ask you, Where'd you get that of ginger? Like I know I can get it in like um the Asian market here, but uh, sometimes it's not the best quality stuff at the Asian market. You yeah, know, there's just, one on Amazon that's really good. I'll 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 post that later, or I'll
1: send you a link if you want yeah, to. Yeah, in the, the show notes, yeah, Something like that. Yeah, that's still available. I mean, a lot that there's some good Asian markets here in town as well, but because of all the paranoia
0: regarding Asians and the coronavirus, which is not fair, which,
1: but it's a reality. Which,
0: but I'm enjoying it because that means I don't have to wait in line all day if I go to an Asian restaurant, or I don't have to worry about I don't have to worry about which days I have to pick to go to the Asian market because it's always packed most of the time. So you know what? You go ahead and continue to be racist. i <laughs> you know. yeah, you know, I noticed that all the Asian massage parlors are are still open 24
1: seven, and that the usual lines to get in have vanished all of a sudden. <laughs> You know, if you have to leave the house and you want to get a hand job, just keep that in mind that if you live in the Vegas area, they, they, if you want to support a you local imagine,
0: they're probably using <laughs> nitrile gloves now, even for their clients and they're probably, probably <laughs> they're probably for real. They got for real <laughs> like, oh that's a different type of lube. <laughs> it's burning a little bit.
1: <laughs> like, don't finish here. Finish here. <laughs> 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 Oh, and man. I like to play blackjack. Guess what? I'm not playing right now. <laughs> and to tell you the truth, I actually thought about it a couple of days ago. I was like, oh, man, I bet the casino is a good place to go. Well, no one will be there. And I was like, yeah, for good reason. <laughs> you, know, about something, you want to talk about an unhealthy environment. People are smoking too much. They're drinking too much. And they got their hands all over everything. The chips. Exactly. I mean, people, do you think have touched those chips you're using? You don't touch <laughs> the cards. You don't touch the cards when you play blackjack. That's a plus. <laughs> but, but if if I, if I, if I, I'm definitely not going to go now, but if I did go, I was, I was already
0: planning on, you know, wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, what's, are you playing cards? You about to do some food prep. What are you doing, man? And you can you just imagine if you playing craps, you, you know, all the hands, those dice you're going to go into, like, oh, Come, come on. Right and usually people like to turn to you and start talking. It's like, hey, man, don't breathe nope. that close. To
1: you, you know? <laughs> nope. Turn that way. See that way. Keep, keep looking that way. Don't turn on you know my right, door. Man, here's my Google voice number. Just text it to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All, you know, what's funny is online poker and blackjack, I bet it's through the roof right Oh, now. <laughs> my gosh. Hell,
0: yes. <laughs> Especially in so, Europe, where it's, a lot more, where it's a lot more. It's legal over there in a lot of places. So. You know, whenever I'm like BT Sport, they have a million commercials for online gambling. I know, like I said, that business is booming right now. Oh, so financially, people, you should be looking at, you know, like, oh, what can I invest in now in times like these? You know, there's a whole different discussion right there. And so, oh,
1: yeah. Every situation has opportunities. I mean, stocks right now. Oh, it's I've been a, loving the stock. It's a great market. time to buy. <laughs> it's a great time to buy, assuming that you don't need it anytime soon. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's going to take a minute you know, for it to. Get into a profitable range and be worth it. But I, I've been in the stock market. I mean, pretty actively since I don't know two thousand, <laughs> two thousand or two thousand one. So we've been through all these ups and downs. We had 9-11. Exactly. We had the swine flu for a while. We had the economic SARS two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, bird yeah, we've, flu. We've been through these things, and we'll come out the other end. And hopefully, we'll come out more compassionate. And we'll come out stronger now. I I say hopefully because I'm not necessarily expecting that to happen, but hopefully we'll become better people as a result of something like this. And also
0: not take for granted all the great things we always have with normal life. Exactly. Especially with all these quote unquote inconveniences that you're experiencing right now. You know, it's a perfect time. Like a friend of mine, she had posted about that. It's a perfect time to reflect on, you know, meeting up with people. And actually going out and talking to people, actually right. being involved in activities, actually going bowling instead of always putting it off. Like, oh, I'll do it next time. Oh, we don't have time to do that, you know. And actually going out and enjoying a movie experience. Yeah, you can sit there and watch things on your fire stick or whatever. But, you know, again, these are businesses out there that need you. Um Like I said, you got that. You think about actually getting outside and going hiking or taking a long walk or something like that where you can just do it without having to worry about, well, this could be the last time I take a walk today. You know, right. you might have somebody like, you know, you may have authority show up like, all right, man, it's curfew. You got to go inside now. <laughs> you know, so nothing makes you want all these conveniences of life when it's inconvenient to have them. When you're being told you can't do those things that you consider as a human being to be, you should be freely able to do those things. You know, right. it's that child syndrome. When you tell us, well, we can't do something, that's when you really want to do it. And so it's yeah, gonna well, be a lot of that. At home all the
1: time, but now that they have to be home all the time, they're like, "Oh <laughs> man, scooped up in here." It's like, "Well, what's the difference?" You leave your house. One- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, now everyone else is doing the same thing. So you're like, "Wait right. a minute, what else is doing what I'm doing?"
0: I, I thought I felt special. When you try to change your thinking, like you know, someone like me is like, "Well, the reason why I don't like just going and being out all the time is like, hey man, I save a lot of. If I don't have to be somewhere." I stay home and plus I'm saving a lot of gas. I drive a, a, a pickup. Okay. So I'm saving gas, but then you hear like, Oh, gas at uh, gas at Sam's right now is a dollar sixty five. Wait, what? <laughs> now it's like, I want to go like, and fill, well, I already filled up the other day when it was a dollar seventy three. But then my wife comes in and says $1.65. I was like, damn, I should have waited, I should have this like stocks. I should have just waited a couple of days for it to drop down some more. Yeah, my, <laughs> so. my dad will be driving around out there running
1: out of gas trying to find the best. <laughs>
0: that's my sister-in-law it's like um, you're on empty yeah but I'm trying to find that, that's too high that's too high I'm like you know what's not too high your your gas gauge it's not that high over toward that F over there okay yeah, you, you, may, you, may
1: save, you may save 80 cents it's, it's, it's worth running out of gas for that 80 cents
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> now,
1: speaking of inflammation also on that's one of my supplements and I, I don't want to promote my business obviously right now and try to get people to go buy stuff but my supplements are helpful and people that are buying them are still buying them because of they they're useful. So it's so is useful to mitigate excess inflammation. It drives down that C-reactive protein and the less of a what you want to do is is induce healing as much as possible so that you don't already have inflammation just in high gear all the time so that when you do need an inflammatory response to fight the virus, you have it as opposed to a depleted inflammatory response. Because remember, the inflammatory response is an immune response to damage, to foreign invaders, etc. Now, so many people have so much inflammation from a poor diet, they're not sleeping well, they have a lot of anxiety, maybe they're on medications. So you're already at this high inflammatory state. Now you come into contact with the virus or a cold or a regular flu virus. And you're in a much more weakened state to fight that off. So you, so we've, if you've had your C reactor protein levels measured recently and they're really low, you want to be below 0.5, feel good about that because that's going to help a lot. The last thing you want right now is just, just being ravaged with inflammation from poor lifestyle and diet. Now let's get into a few supplements, a few more supplements that I think are useful and that you should have on by. One is, as you mentioned, Sincere, vitamin D3 is really important. And vitamin D is actually a hormone. It's really important for the immune system and bone health. It also has a positive impact on DHEA levels and testosterone and growth hormone. So vitamin D3 is in some ways a master control hormone because it just has so many variety of different benefits. Now, 5,000 international units, that's actually a good starting point. Most people understand this. like I've seen new supplements come out. Like oh we got two thousand international units that's nothing. And the darker your skin, the more you're gonna have to take. Yeah. My my skin is I'm half white I'm half Indian my skin is not even that dark but I I have to take ten thousand international units to get into the optimal range of sixty to eighty ngml. And right. That if I feel a cold coming on I go from ten thousand to twenty thousand until I'm back to normal. So right. five thousand is a good starting point. After a couple months get measured. You may not be able to get measured for a couple months. So that's, (laughs) it works out perfectly. That's a good starting point to get it into an optimal range. If you feel sick, go to a higher dosage. Don't overdo it. You don't have to take a hundred thousand IUs every day because there's no real benefit of overwhelming yourself. I mean, basically you have to look at your body somewhat like a plant. So a plant needs water. You pour a glass of water on it. Now let's say you pour five more glasses on. The plant already absorbed all the water it needs from the first class. So the next five are just going to be wasted. It's just going to fill up there. It's not going to be utilized. So, vitamins and supplements are useful or have a similar mechanism. Once you've reached the threshold of benefit, so in other words, once you've gotten into an optimal range with your vitamin D3 intake, going way beyond that optimal range is not going to have additional benefit. Now, vitamin C, let's talk about that. That's really important as well to fight off any flu. Basically, we're in flu season right now. There's colds left and right. A gram of vitamin C is a good daily dosage. And then if you feel a cold coming on, you feel a little run down, you go up to three to five grams. Not at one time, because otherwise you're going to be going through all that toilet paper you just <laughs> Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so one gram every couple hours with a meal. Now, intravenous vitamin C is the most effective delivery source. And actually, last week on Monday, I felt a little bit run down. Not like I was sick, but I I could feel it coming on. So I actually went and got intravenous vitamin C, where it's 10,000 milligrams, boom, right into your bloodstream. And it's most useful at the early stages of any kind of virus or cold. Once it's full-blown, once it's already kicked in, it's still beneficial, but not as beneficial. So when you feel yourself just getting a little bit, you feel a little tired, maybe your nose is running a little bit, that's the time to up the dosage. If you can get intravenous IV, especially for seniors, because your absorption of supplements is not going to be that great. You're only going to get a small percentage of of just regular vitamin C that you take from oral supplements. So the intravenous is perfect for people that have a compromised immune system already. Some people maybe are are fighting cancer, they're dealing with serious health issues, and they're, they're going to be more prone. To, be, to getting this virus, and it's too much to take at one time. It's too much for your body to fight, rather, at one time. Right. So just keep that in mind. There are places in Las Vegas where I live where they'll actually come to you with the vitamins, with the IV drip, and they can give you vitamin C and glutathione and B vitamins and make sure that you're fully hydrated in the comfort of your home. There's something that a lot of doctors use called the Myers cocktail, which is very effective when you're sick, especially at the early stages and the IV delivery is optimal, there's a company called Dispatch Health. And when I had a horrible flu last year, I realized that I wasn't going to just get over it doing what I normally do. I needed some medical care. Now, I didn't want to go to emergency rooms. I didn't want to get people sick there, and I didn't want get- to get sicker. So-, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I found out about this company. I forget how I even came across it. But I was doing a Google search looking for options. And I came across this company, and I'm super impressed with them. I put the app in my phone right up yeah, front.
0: Yeah, I remember the app. I remember sending that app yeah. someone that brought, brought that up.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I put it up on my Instagram. I put it up on my storyline just so people are aware of this, especially for seniors. You really want to have this, where if you can get a medical care to come to you, believe me, that's a huge benefit for a lot of people. So what happened is I used the app. I sent. I told them my symptoms. That day, they sent over two nurse practitioners. No, I don't know if you can expect that turnaround now with everything's going. Uh, on, no. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they're on top of things where they'll at least be able to get to you maybe in a couple days, if not the very day, depending on the severity of, of what you're feeling. So two nurse practitioners came over to the house. They gave me an IV drip. They did all the testing that I would have gotten if I went to an emergency room. They wrote prescriptions because at this point the flu had turned into pneumonia. So now I needed to get on antibiotics to fight that off. And the good thing about being healthy most of the time is that when you do need antibiotics, your body is not adapted to them. Meaning right, you haven't so to much. Yeah, some people take antibiotics for anything. They have a cold. They <laughs> right. not going to help. Flu, it's not going to help for that either. So when it becomes a bacterial infection like pneumonia, then it's going to help. And not only is it going to help, it's necessary because that can be life-threatening. But also this company, they were able to do x-rays of my lungs in my garage. <laughs> They brought over a machine. I mean, it was, it was incredible. It this was amazing. Super nice people, very friendly. They told me I, I had a chance to chit-chat with them. They said most of their, the people they deal with are seniors, which makes perfect sense. I think this is a great service for that demographic. Health insurance will cover this for the most part from what I've understood, but trust me, even if it doesn't, you need it this. It? And it's it's right. about 200 bucks out of pocket. So you're not going to break the bank. And I understand that for some people, they're out of work right now and any expenditure can be a burden. So I I get it. But when you're dealing with life threatening health issues, you're just going to have to put it on a credit card or do what you need to do to get treated. That's just, that's just the bottom line with that. So anyway, get dispatch health in your, in your phone. Make sure everyone you know, all your family, your friends, make sure they all have this in their phone so that if you need it, you have an option just besides going to your local hospital with 500 other people wearing face masks. And, hoping- <laughs> and Honestly, right
0: now, right now, you know, you have people who just feel like a little twinge. Let's keep in mind right now it's allergy season as well. And mm-hmm. a lot of those symptoms, those those symptoms also seem like the symptoms that would be part of the coronavirus or the flu. You know, you, you're a little fevery, your eyes, you know, they're irritated, your throat scratchy, you're sneezing. And, you know, so – Now, at this point, people watching the news 24-7, you know, make sure you get checked out. If you're coughing and sneezing and you're aching, well, okay, basically it just sounds like a NyQuil commercial. So people are already going through this stuff in the first place. But now, like I said, if anyone feels, if they sneeze twice and if they've been watching the news 24-7 and they're so paranoid about this virus, just one sneeze and they're already going to the emergency room. So they're already taking away valuable resources. I have a lot of friends who are in the medical field, and they were just talking about – you know how they're overwhelmed because everyone's coming in for every little thing they feel, so it's making it very hard for them to treat people who actually may have the virus, or people that may have the flu, or it's something even more serious. Where just typical everyday people is like, well, I'm sneezing, so I may have. I need to get tested. I need to get tested. And what's really going to suck about that is these people who are feeling just the normal things they normally would have felt in allergy season, they're asking to get to be tested, and those kits are necessary right now. Those kits are – okay, keep in mind, 360 million-plus people here in America, okay? And right now, I think, as far as kits are concerned, as far as the ones that are actually already ready to go, on the way or whatever, nowhere near that number at all, at all. That's just America. That's just the U.S. We're not even talking about other countries around the globe. So right now, you got to understand, those kits pretty much (laughs) – or for everybody globally at this point. So my thing is, if you really, if you feel like, okay, like I said, there are people walking around with no symptoms who might be carrying the virus, but then for those of you who are just being a little bit of a hypochondriac, you need to calm down because you're taking away resources, especially if you're 25, 30, and you're healthy. You know, most likely, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and say that nothing could be wrong with you, but most likely may not be anything wrong with you compared to that, 80 year old, 85 year old, 70 year old, that person has COPD, someone that needs to be in that emergency room and can't sit there, they shouldn't have to sit there for 3, 4, 5, 6, 8, 10, 12 hours, you know, waiting to be checked on because the, the ER is overwhelmed. You right. know, with everybody that just had a sneeze, you know, or yeah. had a cough, or they had a little bit of fever because, I don't know, they were doing yard work because they're bored and there's nothing else to do. And now they're just like, oh, I'm sweating.' are you outside doing yard work? I don't know I might have, I, I, I might have corona. I'm, I, I think it's a fever. <laughs> it's like so let's just be very cautious about that and be very mindful that there are people who truly, truly need to be at the front of the line when it comes to even just being checked out when it comes to the situation that we're in right now and, oh, yeah. and I mean, we were just talking about even at the grocery stores, you know there's been a meme going around or whatever, and some people have actually seen this. Even when people are getting things like toilet paper or food or whatever is necessary to hunker down or whatever, they're bypassing, like, the elderly, and just, like, taking these resources, and they're not even offering or they're not even giving the elderly person a chance. Or let's just say there's a mom with four or five kids with her, you know, and there's this single dude who's buying, like, 15 packages of toilet paper to take back to his bachelor pad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> i'm like first of all dude you're pretty much about to spend the next two weeks eating papa john's you're not going to go to the bathroom probably for two weeks so why do you need all the toilet paper yeah, you're not so, going to you're not going to be jerking off buddy. Uh, yeah exactly you know. like you need you need to improve your techniques <laughs> at this point because look toilet paper right now is is an in-demand resource so you need to cut back on the toilet paper you know use some other you know you know what just do clean your mess up Spray with I don't know, Lysol, something. Calm down though. <laughs> well here here's a tip that'll help
1: people with not having to use so much toilet paper, and that's actually keeping your gut health on yes. point. And one way to do that is glutamine. Now glutamine does improve immune system health in the gut. That's Glutamine has gotten a lot of flack because it was marketed as a muscle building supplement and uh, this is going to improve your, your anabolic state and your ability to get stronger. It doesn't really have much benefit for that, but it actually has much better benefit, which is improving your gut health. And people with irritable bowel syndrome have noticed a big relief. Some people, I should say, where five grams, four times a day, you get 20 grams total. It just gets rid of that gut inflammation where you have that protruded belly and so forth. So glutamine is a good thing to have on his hand as well. I think it's just as important as vitamin C. And you just take five grams when you're feeling fine. You don't have to go to 20 grams. There's no benefit of going to 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C when you're feeling good already. You know, that's that's not going to offer any additional benefit. And I think that's where those are the mistakes people are making. Take the dosage you need to stay healthy. And if you get ill, then ramp it <clears throat> up. Uh, don't take a ton with anticipation that you're going to get ill. Right. <clears throat> So glutamine, five grams, glass of water, empty stomach as much as possible, first thing in the morning and before bedtime, especially useful because when you're sleeping, that's when your body repairs and restores. And that brings to the next point, which is now is not the time to show off about how you only need four hours of sleep a night Mm -hmm. to thrive. Because everyone I know who sleeps four hours a night, they have wrinkles so deep in their forehead I could slide a credit card through it. (laughs) So (laughs) – Now, that's useful if you want to put a barcode up there or something. You know, you can take money on your phone. It's like, hold on a second. Let me slide that credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who is sleep deprived always looks many years older than they actually are. That's right. just a. So get that seven to nine hours of sleep. Now, you may say, well, look, I only need this much. You know what? Just take a couple extra hours just for the hell of it, all right? Because right. there's only so much TV you can watch and how much news you can watch anyway. Go to sleep. <sighs> something no. useful. Yourself, which don't, is don't challenge
0: them. Dude. Don't challenge them. Cause somebody said, oh, hold my beard, Mike. I'll show you. <laughs> I watched the whole season of Str- all the seasons of Stranger Things and Friends. and, the, For some people, that's a, that's a challenge. That's, and they're willing to accept. So, so I tread lightly when you say there's only so much TV they can watch. Oh, they'll uh, try it, dude. <laughs> well, I, um, yeah. That's true. That's true. I'm not, I'm
1: not giving people enough credit. <laughs> Their TV and phone addiction. You know. You know what's so funny is that between the television and the phone, what really has changed? People are just people are on. So it's like, oh, I'm spending more time on my phone now. Oh yeah, because you
0: didn't spend any time on it last week or well, the week before. Well, now I have to worry about getting fired for being on my phone because I'm at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, now I have to keep hiding like my my search engine results anymore because you know I'm not at work. It's not going to rat me out because I'm at home now. <laughs> so, I mean, glutamine and ginger for
1: gut health; those are really important. So, especially if you're someone who maybe your gut health is not that great, now the time to really take charge of your gut health. And like I said, you don't have to take a million different things. Where I'm, t- I'm talking about top line stuff that is really useful to take daily, all regardless the, yeah. of what's going on. Yeah, because you want to, the real key is you want to be healthy as much as possible all the time. Now, like we said, you can't always be in this optimal state 365 days a year but as much as possible. Without, don't drive yourself nuts about being optimal. Just take the necessary steps to do the best you can. Okay, one more thing. Let's talk about hormones a little bit. DHEA is definitely worth considering. If you have low DHEA levels, then taking supplemental DHEA is worth considering to make sure that your levels are, are in the ideal range. Now, according to anti-aging expert Dr. Hertog, DHEA can convert into other derivatives that are way more potent, such as androstenediol and which stimulates the immunity 100 times more than DHEA. Now, you have to be careful with statements like that because it says it stimulates the immune system 100 times more than DHEA. Well, DHEA may not stimulate the immune system at all, so 100 times that is still worthless, right? But it actually does stimulate the the immune system, but I just want you to be aware of language because some will say – Okay, this form of this supplement is a hundred times more effective than the regular form. Well, the regular form is useless. So, a hundred times zero is still zero. All right? <laughs> so, just, <laughs> so this, is, this form of pomegranate is way more useful than this other form. Well, the first form is useless. It's you know? so <laughs> still going to be useless. <laughs> but I'm a big believer in DHEA because when, if you're if you're a hardworking person. <clears throat> you're an adrenaline-based personality like I am, you tend to deplete DHEA because you're just burning that adrenaline and cortisol and so forth. So taking supplemental DHEA during times of stress is useful just to help keep it in that optimal range so that you're protected from excess cortisol levels, which also in turn protects testosterone because when your DHEA is depleted, Cortisol is wreaking havoc, and that's going to mitigate your testosterone production and your ability to utilize testosterone optimally as well. I like DHEA cream because it has way better absorption. There's a company called Twist 25. I'm probably going to start carrying this for the show listeners and for my newsletter listeners, meaning that it won't be on my website, but you'll have a special link where you can go buy this, and that way I can get you guys the best price possible on the best form of DHEA possible. So that that I'm going to look into. But for now, twist25.com. Go check it out. And I'm taking 50 milligrams twice a day, 100 milligrams total, which is a fairly high dosage. But given the times we're in right now, I want to keep my DHEA as high as possible for all the immune, immunity benefits that come with it. So 25 milligrams twice a day, 50 milligrams twice a day. Keep in mind also that I get blood work regularly, so I'm, I'm aware of where my levels are at. <clears throat> you don't want to go crazy with stuff without knowing where your levels are at. But uh, but I do think DHA has a lot of benefits when you're under a lot of stress, which a lot of us are right now. Yeah, so just stay stay healthy, keep your go for walks. I mean, you don't, you you want to limit being out and about as much as possible, but don't feel like you have to maroon yourself to your home 24-7. I'm still out there walking my dogs. Now, I tend to go at times when I know there's going to be less people. There's not a lot of people out there, period, but I tend to go at times when I know there's going to be less people. But I need to get outside. I need to get some fresh air. I can't just sit inside the home or my backyard all day, every day. So as as, as long as we can get out there and still be active, let's keep doing that. Keep your blood sugar levels in the optimal range. Keep your blood pressure in the optimal range. For those of you that take blood pressure medication, see if you can get a couple extra bottles just yeah. in case it goes out for a yeah. while. Some of my dogs are on medications. I got a couple extra just to make sure that – I mean, these veterinary places could be closed, and now you can't get right. anything. And you could buy, well, I'll just buy it online. It's like, well, post office may close down too. <laughs> <You know? laughs> You know? So you don't have to buy a year's supply of this stuff, but just make sure you have a little extra on hand of of whatever you need, whatever essential that you need.
0: Yeah. So that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. And like I so said, those things like we mentioned, just you should have you should be consuming like year round. Not yeah, just I, when not when crap hits the fan. You know, or right. it seems like crap is about to hit the fan because when it does hit the fan and you don't have it, you're probably not gonna get it. <laughs> you know. That's the problem, right there. so look at all these things that mike just mentioned look at them as insurance it's like a, an insurance policy look man i'm not actively getting in my car going out and hoping to get hit <laughs> you know just to see just to make sure that you know i'm getting my money's worth for the insurance that i pay every month but what okay. i am paying for is peace of mind you know because again as the adage always goes, no matter what, whether I'm talking about defense or we're talking about just insurance, business, whatever, you know, but it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. So keep that in mind. And like I said, we'll get through all this right now. But yeah. next time, because there will be a next time, there's oh, <laughs> always sure. going to be a next time. But next time, you know, just doing these little things, you know, here's the thing, you don't have to sit and go out and get all the things we're talking about today all in one shopping trip and and go broke behind it. You know, just buy a little here, get a little there, get a little there and cut back on the things that are not as optimal for your health, that you, those those little conveniences, those little treats that you get or whatever, substitute one of those for one of these conveniences that you truly need for your body in order to combat situations that like the one we're in right now. And that's yeah. and always don't look at it like you're spending, oh man, I got to spend a bunch of money on this. No. See it as Man, I look forward to investing this much in myself. Cause that's what it is. You're investing in yourself. If you still have things you want to do on this planet and you, you're not trying to check out right now because you still have some things to do, then it would behoove you to, to sit there on a daily basis and do things to enhance your health. So therefore you can enhance your quality of life. So you can do those things that you plan on doing. You know, so if you just then you wake up one day like, Oh, I got another day to get some stuff done. Well, you want to make sure you have the energy to go out there and make some things happen on that day. And that's what some of those that's the benefit of having the supplements that he was just talking about. That's what it, that's the benefit of having those things, because it'll give you that energy when you do wake up like, yeah, I'm going to go out and go. I'm going to go kill it. You know, I'm going to go t- take over today and do what I need to do, you right. know, for as, as much as possible for as long as I can today while I have the energy to do so. But it sucks to sit there and wake up another day and you're like you feeling like death because, you know, you're not taking yourself you're not being optimal with your health. Well, it's not very encouraging to want to get out of bed at that point. So yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, it, the benefit, just,
1: I guess the benefit of that is you stay in bed longer. Right? You, know, you get more sleep. So you finally yeah. break that four hour a four-hour-a-night habit because now you have. It. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. And here's my take on this whole coronavirus too. I'm not concerned about dying from it. I'm concerned about no. feeling really sick because given the flu I had last year, that was the worst flu right. I've had since 2002 during the infamous of pneumonia where i had to have fluids pulled out of my lungs right that was 2002 so i haven't had a nasty flu like that in a long time but i i th- that was the worst i felt in since that time in 2002 i mean the, the only difference is this time around i knew what to do the first time around you're you're this is new territory you're going i've never felt like this before i've never had pneumonia before you don't realize how serious it is i mean i got on a fucking plane and flew from la to africa with like twenty percent of one lung function. It's stupid. Yeah. It's crazy. Dumb you know, dumb as hell. <laughs> and I would never do that now. <clears throat> of course the, the flip side of that is I kinda feel like I'm a bad motherfucker that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a it's a cool on,
0: story. It makes a damn good story now, you know, <laughs> that you're still alive. <laughs> so if you ever want to have kids, you're like, Let me tell you something, man. You think you've got a bad somebody <laughs> you ever flown to Africa with with a lung that's only functioning at 20%? Until you do, shut the hell up. (laughs) You're just mad because you can't find a charger for your damn iPhone? (laughs) It's a fun
1: story to tell. (laughs) But this time around, once I felt my respiratory system got hit, if your respiratory system gets hit, that's serious. So if you need to go to the emergency room, I mean, if you can't get dispatch health to come to your house and your respiratory system is hit, that's the time to go to the emergency room because that's serious and that's life-threatening. And you're probably going to need antibiotics. I had a not only did I have antibiotics, I had one of those inhalers and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it took a long time until I felt really good. I mean, for months after getting over this flu slash pneumonia, yeah. I was dragging, man. I mean, I just had to will myself to do stuff. I had to will myself to train. I had to will myself to do my business. I was you were just tired all the time. I mean, I rested as much as I could. But I did find that getting back into a routine did help. And obviously, I didn't get back into the gym and attack the weights the way I was doing before I got sick. But just getting back into a routine was good psychologically, if nothing else. And there are some immune-stimulating properties from exercise. But that doesn't mean that you want to deplete yourself with exercise right now. i was saying, okay, cool, I'm at home all the time. I'm just going to go crazy in my home gym. I'm just going to light up these workouts, and I'm going to work out three times a day. I understand the motivation behind that, you know, because it seems like <laughs> the right. thing to do is like, hey, I got two weeks where I'm stuck at home. I'm gonna go into this crazy routine. But you don't wanna you wanna stimulate your immune system, you don't want to tax it. And physical right. training is a, is a serious tax on your immune system. And a lot of people that train really hard year after year after year have very depleted testosterone levels. You don't hear a lot of people talking about this. Usually you hear the opposite of I go work out to increase my testosterone. All you do is increase utilization of the testosterone you have when you work out. You're not augmenting production in a a way that sustains and is beneficial. In other words, you get a testosterone boost from working out. It goes back down after, let's say, maybe 30 minutes to an hour. It's not like it's at that peaked, sustained peak. And usually it's going to go back lower than it was before it went up. So you're increasing the utilization of hormones, testosterone growth hormone, DHEA, when you work out really hard. And that's great, but you just have to make sure that the reservoir is deep when you do that. And given the conditions we're in right now, the last thing you want to do is deplete that reservoir just to get more physical training in. Keep working out. I'm going to keep working out. I'm going to keep being active. But I'm not trying to set PRs right now, I guess, is where right. I'm going with <laughs> you
0: know, don't. You're not trying to train like you're going to the Olympics. Hell, they might not even have the Olympics this year. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so why are always just uh, trying to I got do that? Think-
1: yeah, man, I've got dick pics to take, and I've got a lot of people to send them to.
0: <laughs> because why? You're at home now. Why not? <laughs> you can't tell me you didn't get the DM because, hey, man, you're sitting home on, on Instagram all day long. I have this one guy
1: on Instagram. I made a joke. I'm like, hey, dick uh, dick pics are about to grow exponentially. Just be aware. And this one guy, pun one guy sent me an email. He's like, oh, man, that's already Thanks. happened to me. You know, I've... I've seen way too many dicks and balls that should have been shaved, you know, or something like that. (laughs) This is a gay guy, obviously.
0: You know, you're, the well, I'm that, that, no, I'm just saying when when you started this story, hold on. Opinion. When you started this story and you like, and you, you you mentioned it online, then you said you got an email. I'm like, oh shit, where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you didn't tell me about this story, bro. <laughs> I
1: have fun with this stuff, man. Right? Like, I know. I I mean, I don't I don't think it's part of the census poll, but it may be a question soon. Just asking if if ass eating has gone down, and I believe it <laughs> has,
0: because that may be what caused this in the first place. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I've never seen so many ass eating memes in one week. <laughs> like I don't think. Anal bleaching didn't get this kind of love, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I feel kind of bad for all the anal bleachers. I'm like, y'all wasted a lot of your time. You didn't get the, you didn't get that push like these guys are getting right now. And <laughs> everybody's looking at the ass seat, like, dude, you're the typhoid Mary of this thing. You know that, right? That's <laughs> why so, like, it wasn't a bat over in, in China. It's you eating ass in Vegas at the spearmint rhino. That was you, dude. <laughs> we wanna, we wanna talk about wet markets.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, I noticed Whoa. that the, the wet markets in Vegas have definitely taken a hit. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're. <laughs> <laughs> I think, suffice to say, now is not the time to go get lap dances. All right? No,
0: no, man, I feel bad for those girls right now because you know they make a killing, you know, money-wise. You know, we were just talking about the service industry, and I'm going to touch on that. <laughs> no pun intended. You know, I'm going to discuss that, but, uh, you know, they're taking a hit because, you know, what are they supposed to do? But other than, hey, well, hold on, girls. Hold on. I have a solution. I have a solution. And A, is probably a lot more lucrative. And it's a damn sure a lot more physically healthier. I don't know about mentally and emotionally, but it's probably far better than actually working in a strip club. But you know that little laptop that you got right in front of you? Just turn that camera on, and and there you go. Webcamming, I think, is about to come back like it's 2000 all over again. So, like I said, at the end of the day, a lot of people you are getting laid off, and a lot of people are going to be hurting for money because they're not, Really use that imagination, because now you have this time on your hands. You can really start getting very creative in how you can make money, especially online. At this at this point in life, there's really no excuse. And I know there's going to be some people who are very uh, anti-capitalism, blah blah blah, and thinking that I'm being elitist when I say this. I'm sorry, there is no excuse for anyone to be broke. If you have you have access to a phone and a computer, if you listen to this show, you damn sure have no reason to be broke. Okay. So, that, that's the thing. So, yeah. They were like, well, that's very, ladies of you to say that. Yeah, it is. I can say that. <laughs>
1: yeah, because. Well, if, we, if we can give a couple examples from our repertoire of experience. For example, one, let's say you're a trainer at a gym and you deal with clients all day yeah. and now you can't, you can't go to the gym. What you can do is online program design. You can design yep. programs for people to follow at home. You can have these people check in with you. You can do Skype calls where you look at technique. You can't. I mean, there's so many different things you can do that. Honestly, you probably should have already been doing. Right. Before this happened, so now you have time to to switch gears. So there's always something you can do. And you know, for some of us that are good at saving, maybe what you do right now is really nothing. You just take a vacation, (laughs) a home vacation. (laughs) You're not going to go anywhere. Catch up on some movies. You relax a bit. You get some more reading in. You have more time to contemplate.
0: Yeah, and even for folks like me that are in the personal protection field. I mean, you can, you can actually do Zoom coaching. So you can use Zoom and and do video coaching with your clients with that. You know, you know, yeah, you're not, you may not necessarily go out to the range and fire, which honestly, I have to, on a side note, I have to say that people in the personal protection industry, people in the 2A community, you guys are no better than these toilet paper bandits because ammo, (laughs) The ammo shelves look like the toilet paper shelves right now, yeah, yeah. Like, which is so funny to me. Here's the here's the irony. So, of course, you yeah, have people who already have firearms are stocking up on ammo. All right. But the thing is, they're, stocking up, they're also stocking up on ammo that's not defensive ammo but range ammo. So I'm like, okay, first of all, you're not even being safe. If you have to use it in a defensive situation, you're using ball ammo that you would actually go train with. You know, that's not that safe, but – I, I kind of see your where you're going with this when you watch how people are behaving when they're fighting in aisles over toilet paper and having full-on fist fights in Walmart. First of all, don't shop at Walmart. Let's start right there. Okay, so, but when you're seeing that, you realizing like, okay, <clears throat> if they're going to do this over something as basic as toilet paper and water, what happens when the food is gone or things are not being delivered and they're not getting all those resources? Well, I want not be prepared. But first of all, you should have been buying ammo. On, just like Michael talking about supplements, you should have been doing that also with your personal protection. Just buying a little bit over time and it, it'll stock up easily, dude. But at the end of the day, if you got to pick up and go and leave your house and you have to be somewhere, there's only so much you can take with you. You know, so you know, no sense of being greedy because there's other people out there that you claim that you're, you know, that that's part of your community and you're happy to have those folks around. You want to support them. Well, guess what? They need those resources as well. So if you're good, man, you got a few months, six months, a year, two years worth of ammo, chill out. Don't sit there and try to buy it all, man. It's because it's one thing about it, if there is any available, you best believe. And I don't want to hear your mouth when you see those prices, when they've like triple and quadruple. Like, oh, I can't believe they're price gouging. Well, I can because you created this demand. This is simple economics right now. You know, there's supply and demand. So why not? Yeah, it's a little unethical in some aspects of it but you kind of put you put yourself in this position you see so you're reaping what you yourself so i'm like just calm down with that and then on the flip side of that i there are people who were very let's say against being able to protect yourself and having that right but now they're the ones going out trying to buy firearms now you know, <laughs> it's, it's but actually the one state that has had the most sales or requests you know for firearm sales is california one of the most anti Second Amendment states in the country. And now there's been this uptick in them all trying to buy firearms. And then they're, they're, and they just realized that you can't just simply order a firearm online and have it delivered to your house. It's like they thought and the rest of us looking like, see, we told you all you gotta do. Is, when you have any questions about this stuff, ask a gun guy or get a gun girl. Before you just assume things. Don't let the TV tell you how these things work because they're usually lies. So now these people want to be able to protect themselves and their families, and they can't even get the basic tool to do that because they've kind of get, get, deferred that right. So you got the anti-buying guns, trying to get guns, and, and running up the market on that and you got those who are pro-gun who have no ammunition so now you all have more like you have more in common than you probably <laughs> want to admit at this point you all wait too late to do things and to take personal responsibility and that's what all this is man when it comes down to these events like the coronavirus or any pandemic or anything like this or hurricane it's really up to you folks it's you're the one no one's coming to save you you have to be there and be able to take care of you and yours whether it's with food supplementation you know just shelter in place, travel, bugging in, bugging out, all that's on you. And that's the reason why we say, hey, get these necessities just as often as you can and just stack them up. You know, and yeah, you may not be it may not seem like you're going to use them anytime soon. But then something like this happens. This is sometime soon. And it comes pretty damn quickly when it does happen. So it's not like it gives you a fair warning. You get a little bit of a warning, but it's not a fair warning. It just pops up like that. But, um, yeah, man, so, like I said, going back to, like, the instructors in my field, you know, you can teach your clients via Zoom or Skype. And you can even just go over little drills like, hey, man, or here's, here's how you put together a good, like, prepping kit or a bug-out kit just or a bug-in kit. So if you're staying home, like, here's some medical supplies that have in your first aid kit, must have. Here's what you need to have in your trauma kit. You know, here's, here's a tourniquet. Let me show you how you can use a tourniquet. And there's lots of videos, you know, on YouTube or wherever you can find from a reputable person. that show you how to use those things. These are all the things that I feel like they are necessary to have, not just for a pending pandemic or a pandemic that's going on, but just in everyday life. Because one thing, when I find value in having a trauma kit, you know, it's not necessarily about, well, what are the odds of me getting shot by someone or shooting someone? It's it's also about how many times do you drive on the highway and you see car accidents Well, guess what? A lot of those accidents, you've got people who have severed limbs. You know, they may have puncture wounds or something like that. That's where that trauma kit comes into play, and having a good trauma kit. So you have your tourniquet. You have your quick clot. You know, you have all those things. You have your gloves. Um, So so there are so many different things you can put in that kit and keep it with you at all times. You can have one in the house. Have one in your vehicle. I I always suggest that because, again, you might be in a situation where it might be a minute before – You know, a first responder can get get on the scene of an accident, but yet here you are. You pulled over, you know, and you've got a tourniquet on there, and you can actually help stop the bleed for someone who's been in a serious accident and keep them from bleeding out and dying before help gets there. You know, so nothing sucks more than actually you getting out trying to help them, and then you have nothing on you. There's nothing you can do, and you're there, and that person dies, and, you know, you got to deal with that mentally for the rest of your life. Because you always saying yourself like you know, and I was I was gonna buy a trauma kit next week, man. If it just if, if it just had been one more week, I could have saved them. Like okay, like someone really like yeah, I feel like having an accident, but I'm gonna wait a week because Mike needs to get his trauma kit and come save me. <laughs> you know, I can already see that happening. <laughs> you know, so you know this, it's good to always have those things around. And if you're out camping, you know things like that, fishing trips, all these different things like there's there's really no reason to not have a good trauma kit. And people tend to confuse. That first aid kit with the trauma kit. No, you want to have both. You want to have both. There are little minor boo-boos or whatever you can have. And that's when that first aid kit comes in handy. But then there's some serious stuff where you got to stop the bleed right away. And that's where the trauma kit comes in. Um, I'll make sure to list a couple of good, um, trauma kits, links to some trauma kits in the show notes as well. But I, uh, you know, I, and my thing is, you know, hey, tourniquet wise, learn how to use it. Take a class, man. Take, you know, take a trauma class. There are always those throughout the country, from reputable people, whether they're first responders, the EMT guys, fire, your local fire department, and sometimes your volunteer fire departments. They have those stop the bleed classes as well. Just look up stop the bleed on on Google, and then put stop the bleed classes in my area, and you'll be able to find those. Because let me tell you something, man. Someone that is just a little versed in the area of that first response as far as treating someone in injury or something like that, you're a valued resource, man. So if you have knowledge of that, even if, even going back and taking an AED CPR class, and especially for learning CPR for children, for infants, and for pets, you don't understand how valuable that is because most people have no idea. They just freak out. When their baby is choking and they don't know what to do, man, you know, and you're there, man, and you you have that knowledge to help them, Dude, that's a very, that's a great situation for you to be in, to be able to help with that. Or someone's pet, because these are family members to people, man. And so it'd be just like if you were helping save their child or their spouse at the same time. So check into those things. And right now, since so many people have so much time on their hands, you can find a lot of the stuff online. Some of these classes are online. <clears throat> and that also takes it back to as being an instructor. You know, one of the options you have here in Texas, if you even want to get, and I'm getting quite a few people now, they're interested in getting their license to carry, you know, with everything that's going on, which I understand that, you know. And, of course, you don't – I'm not having any classroom classes at this point because you don't want to have a bunch of people sitting inside a classroom for four to six hours, you know, and somebody could be possibly having corona on their breath. And I'm not talking beer, <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> you know, that either. But, um, you know, the cool thing about Texas is that you can take the classroom portion online, um, and basically you go at your own pace. And – Once you're done with that, then you'll schedule a time to go do the range portion, you know, with an instructor like myself. And, you know, you could do that. Once this corona thing blows over, you can go in and do the range portion. But at the same time, I'm not one of those people just going to go in there and just tell you you what to do just to, you know, get the test done and get you out of there. I'm going to go over some things with you, man, how to be more responsible and not just you carrying a weapon, but just show how you can be a resource to actually be out there to be able to help yourself, help your family. Or, you know, your fellow man, if you still so choose to do so, without just having a firearm or a weapon like that. But, um, <clears throat> like I said, we have a lot of technology now that can help in these businesses now. So, therefore, it's no excuse when you're not having to be there physically anymore. You, there's still ways of doing stuff. It's a good time. You can make a lot of videos of of like how to's no matter what your field is right now and you can do like we did create a patreon page and make that available for folks and you don't sit there and charge that much but i can tell you man it's all about volume so instead of having you know one or two people paying 20 bucks a month you know you know it says a lot when you have that recurring income of a 100 people paying anywhere between a dollar to five dollars a month and then more value you give the more the word spreads and yeah, so there's just so many different things, man. I mean, I've even seen people who are in that um, adult entertainment industry. They even start using Patreon to their advantage, but they have Patreon, OnlyFans, and like four or five other resources at the same time. You can,
1: can say who it is you're talking about. I mean, Prince Bell is he's been he's been using <laughs> Patreon for a long time. <laughs> I mean, he he made dick pics fashionable before they became mainstream. So now he's And he has fans all over the world. Yes, <laughs> he, had, he does. <laughs> yeah, actually, no. You know what's funny about it's, this? Is a, this is a little bit of a tangent here. But I was watching one of his Star Wars clips, maybe towards the end of last year. I forget which one. And I looked at how many people have viewed it, and it was over yeah. a million people. Yeah. I was like, damn, man, he's killing it. Yes. This whole Star Wars thing. Now, not every single one of his clips has a million. But, man, just to even have one with a million yeah. people, And he's not a guy with – a big advertising budget he's just no. putting out content
0: and well, he's, he's, he's consistent man he's consistent and he interacts with he interacts with people and that says a lot as well and mm-hmm. like i said he's, he's like i said consistency is the key here he's constantly putting out since he first even like started doing this when he first told us about it whatever which we were like damn i mean you're very passionate about it, like you're killing it doing this man and it, and it's not like he's just doing it out there to make money. Like, this dude truly is a fan. He is a fan. But it's just the way he presents it as well. He, I see a lot of his personality come through this. Like, from the Chris that I had known about before all of that compared to once he got into this, this was his wheelhouse, then he started to shine and started to come out and just really be himself. And people, he, he, he was very authentic. And people want that. They want that transparency. They want the authenticity and that's what they really buy into. And that's what keeps people coming back over and over again. One of the reasons why, Hey, here we are. He's
1: he's very open about his love of transgender women. And I think when you're willing to put that kind of authenticity (laughs) out there, (laughs) people appreciate it. Like, Hey, I'm not the only one people sitting at at home watching pose going, man, wish I knew other guys like me that like this kind of stuff. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Isn't
0: isn't he in Thailand? Isn't he in Thailand right now? (laughs) That's right. Do I need to say more? <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so yeah, man. But um, like I said, being authentic, being consistent, man, that's one way. No matter oh, yeah. what you're thinking of, man, at this point. But like I said, this is the time. You, since you have that time on your hands, break out there and just. And, and here's the thing: don't wait for it to be perfect. Just do it. Just get yeah. started. This is the perfect time. Just to do it. Just get the URL. Go ahead and get a page thrown up there, and then start killing content. Just start making videos or doing audio or make the podcast and just start recording episodes. Don't worry about who's listening or watching right now. Right. You know, you just keep – you continue to be consistent. Just do the damn thing and keep doing the damn thing, and everything else will work itself out. And make sure you're being you. Don't try to be somebody else while you're doing this as well. You know, it's a bit of a tangent that we went off of, but, again, like I said, we just talking about incomes, you know, and how to – how do you still create some income during these times when your maybe your normal income has been suspended? Because well, there's, this, there's this a bunch
1: effort. of jobs out there that all of a sudden have popped up, meaning a lot of grocery stores are hiring temporary yes, workers. But, yeah, I posted but, it
0: yesterday, like in Texas. Amazon,
1: yeah, Amazon warehouses are hiring yeah. additional workers. Now these may not be things you want to do, but it's things you can options.
0: do. At the moment. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, there are options in case you need to do something to keep some cash flow coming in. Right.
0: So, you know, keep that in mind, because, again, at this point, you still got bills to pay. And there are a lot of companies that are not going to turn your water off, turn your power off during this time. But guess what? They are still stacking up those late notices, though. If it's behind, trust me, when this is all said and done, you know, you got four months and you didn't pay your light bill. They're still going to want those four months. (laughs) Okay, Okay. so keep that in mind. And and mostly, I'll just let everybody will work with you. Find a way. My thing is also a closed mouth never gets fed. So you got to reach out to them, man. You know, so and you, this is probably the one time a lot of companies will be very forgiving about so. things. Overdrafts, all that stuff, because they, they know stuff happens, and especially when this is going on, because there's a lot of uncertainty going on right now. So this is the thing, like I said, man, don't be afraid to ask for help, but also don't be afraid to also help at the same yeah. time. You know, yeah. you know, hey, man, check in on your folks, man. Even though you got people that you think they're, you know, well, they're good. I know they can take care of themselves or whatever. Check in on them, man. You should be doing this anyway. Especially, you know, you, know, you do a little wellness check. You know, like they always talk about with the police departments. You should be doing that anyway. Checking in on folks. If something's well, a little consistent, say, to oh, one of
1: the things that's for yeah. the immune system is just knowing that people actually care about you. Yeah, and You see this with animals. I've had animals where, let's say, they had a surgery or they're recovering. One of my dogs, Mona, had cancer a couple of times. She had to get tumors removed. And during the recovery process, you just make her feel really warm and secure and taken care of, and that helps. Yes. I mean, imagine if she's sitting in a shelter somewhere trying to recover from
0: that, and no oh, one's really showing oh, oh, up. That's yeah, demoral. Exactly. Yeah. Look, man, so, we're all we, living beings. We we all have that that, that need for connection. It's not a want. It's a need. It is very necessary for survival, you know. People talk to be a good game. Hang anyway, I love talking about being isolated, but at the same time, I still need to have some human interaction. Like, I, I still need to be entertained <laughs> by y'all. <laughs> like,
1: <come> <laughs> well, people are doing some really creative stuff. So it says, uh, Code Orange. We've had Jamie on the yeah. show before. He came out. Code Orange came out with a new record, and they were going to have a record release party a couple of days ago, but obviously, they have a social gathering of more than ten people or something like that. Right. What they did is they just filmed the show, streamed it live of what they would have done. And right. this is kind of – it's really interesting. It's kind of weird, too, when you see a
0: concert with no audience. Well, but let me tell you, cool. we just saw – it was just – this was happening with WWE this past week. Yeah, Friday see? night, they had, they had SmackDown with no audience. And I yeah. have to be honest, that was probably one of the best shows they've had since they moved <laughs> – since they had Friday Night SmackDown on Fox when there was nobody there. <laughs> you know, it was, it was very – it was actually entertaining, which – it made me respect a lot more of their, um, of their athletes a little bit more now because I'm like, okay, you improvise like hell. You know, it wasn't like they were trying to think like the crowd was there or whatever, but the fact that, you know, you, they still put in that effort as if there was like 16,000 people there when basically it was like maybe five or six people in the room. You know, a couple of camera guys, you had Triple H, and you had like you know, one of the announcers, and maybe your fellow wrestlers. But they still put on a show as if people were there because, yeah, over a million or so people were there watching from home. And I I haven't watched Monday Night Raw, but I know they did the same thing. And, you know, they're just doing everything now from the performance center in Orlando, I guess, because they just feel like, okay, well, this is where all our athletes are. And, you know, vince has got the money so they can make sure they screen and test all their athletes. But it's a lot easier by doing it doing it that way as well to make sure they're all healthy because they're pretty much being quarantined, you know, at work. (laughs) <laughs> so, so, but um, yeah, man. It, like I say, people are being very creative. The show still has to go on, one way or the other. It's all about how you put on the show, you know. And I actually think that sometimes that's gonna work more in your favor when you show, like, hey, man, they would be like, man, that band they rocked out, like it was, they rocked out like it was they were at a stadium concert, <laughs> you know. But it was just them, you know. So it's almost like taking that mesh between their jam session with an actual show and then just doing it right there in front of no one. But at the same time, you were watching, so yeah. I'm sure yeah, thousands of others right. were watching. So are it wasn't watching. like they were they weren't it wasn't empty. It just wasn't yeah. anybody else in the camera with them. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know, it, yeah. But basically, the bottom line
1: is everyone's becoming a webcam person now. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. Of your business. <laughs> whether it's a concert, <laughs> let's let's take a page from the webcam business. Exactly. Right? Well, Maybe that's, that's mark. Almost and, everything and, in and marketing. In your own bedroom, you can <laughs> create a Let lucrative.
0: I mean, a lot of the most successful stuff that has happened in online marketing was taken from those people that were in the adult industry, whether it was webcams, how to accept credit card payments. You know, you see people using Cash App and and using PayPal and all that. Please understand that those ideas first came from the adult entertainment industry in the late 90s, early 2000s. You know, this webcamming, you know. uh, Pretty much the concept of YouTube, they're they about 20 years after the adult industry with this stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so even yeah, just yeah. online, even secure payments with credit cards, that came from the adult industry from, like, the 90s. When they were the first ones to think, like, hey, you know, why don't we take credit card payments for this? Why do we charge by the minute? Why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? And, you know, let's use an SSL certificate to make sure that, you know, no one's getting their cards stolen, their numbers stolen, and blah, blah. So they – they figured all the stuff out, and the, a lot of the industries that shunned them have also robbed them of their ideas and ran with it, and act like it was theirs. So, yeah, that's all we're doing, man. So, what once—that's the thing about necessity, man. It's the mother of invention. So, and we, we talked about pets a little bit right there. So, kind of, I was going to talk more about just like prepping, but there's a lot of things as far as like the things that you need that right now a lot of people can't get. So it's kind of like, it'll it kind of be like, well, dude, yeah, that's all good, but I can't get there right now. So maybe down the line when this is over, you know, we can do a, we can do a make sure I don't have to say I told you so episode. So these are the things you should be preparing from now on. Now that the madness is over and the prices are going back to normal, here's the things. So we'll, we'll discuss that another day. But as of right now. Oh. We can just briefly
1: say just get a couple containers of oatmeal. You can get that at Vitacost. You can get that. At some grocery stores are still delivering, such as Whole Foods, yeah. brown Rice, just a couple of canned beans are sold out everywhere, but you know, yeah, it's the hard beans look, in bags. Those are because people are lazy, including myself. We don't want to go through this soaking process, but I'm willing to do it right now. <laughs> you know? Right. So you can still get all of that. You can get bagged beans that you have to put through a process in a pressure cooker. Soak yeah, them and a so slow cooker cook- yeah.
0: all that stuff. Yeah, but you can make chili that'll last for days. Okay. Oh yeah. So and and beans and rice that'll fill you up quickly. Um. So you know, yeah, of course, canned vegetables, canned beans. Well, or if you since we have electricity right now, I would suggest getting frozen food. But if you're gonna yeah. get a can, make sure it's organic. You know, because a lot of those cans are lined with BPA and all that other nastiness. So it'll probably those vegetables probably do more harm than good in the long yeah. run. You know, especially right. when you add on to the inflammation of the stress that you're already going through. So, right. um, but yeah, all, all your other things like, you know, rice, you know, boxed rice, bags of rice. You know, Costco bottles, big pounds of rice, man. that big 10-pound bag Back of rice.
1: Those last a decent amount of time. So there's there certain
0: uh, nuts and seeds, honestly, are perfect right now. Yes. You could live with nuts that and seeds. Seed, and seed. trail mix, all that. because. Yeah. But I was, you know, I, I stock up on it because I do have to travel the courses. A lot and, and take on the Senate and go speak and stuff, whatever. I'm always on the road. So yeah, I keep, that's, that's my go-to staple. Man, trail mix is like, it comes in clutch so many times, man. Um, also, this is something that Mike put me onto this. And, um, another one of my friends, um, Taylor, if you go on her, um, Instagram is Taylor Wellbeing. Um, she was kind of like, she kind of sealed the deal as well with this, but, one thing, one thing I invested in this past Black Friday that we had was a Berkey filter. Dude, when I tell you that it a, it's a game changer, it's a game changer. So when everybody's out there hustling trying to find bottled water or whatever else, you know what I'm doing? I'm taking my faucet and I'm just taking the water and I'm filling up my Berkey filter and I'm just drinking water. Right. <laughs> you know, and it, like the one we got, it came with um, four, um, four, Two-liter bottles as well. So you can just fill that up, put it in your fridge. You know, now they have, like, the, the koozie to keep it warm and keep it hot. Either way in those bottles. But I'm telling you, you can't. If you have access to water, then a Berkey filter is the thing, man. If you're traveling, they even have, like, um, you know, the bottle to take around with you. So right. same thing. So if you really want to get hardcore other than that, Buy life straws, man. Go to your sporting goods store, whatever, and get a life straw. You can drink ditch water, and it'll filter out all the nastiness. You know, and, you know, when things hit the fan, you know, it, it'll come in handy to have that because not everybody knows how to make a water filter out of sand, gravel, and what you probably need to learn. Go on YouTube. How do you make, you know, a water filter out of a recycled bottle? Yeah, look that up. But in the meantime, you know, that life straw comes in cluster if you don't have time to sit there and do that. But um, yeah, man, get that Berkey filter in your life. Like I'm, that's probably one of the best investments I've made in the past year. You know, I just sit there and I look at I smile. <laughs> you know, and it's way better than getting a Brita filter and all those because that stuff doesn't filter out like fluoride the way like a Berkey does
1: and things that's like really that. Cool. So. Yeah, I mean, a mm-hmm. water distiller, obviously you need electricity to use a water distiller, but for now, a water distiller is really good. H2O Labs makes one. We have a reverse osmosis filtration yes. system, so we can just fill up a bunch of containers yeah. for an emergency. That's better than any water you're going to buy out there, number one. Yep. And then you can get a, something called a TDS measurement tool. It's a <laughs> total dissolved solids, and this measures – doesn't necessarily measure – it measures all of the undissolved solids because nothing – I mean, things dissolve totally, but they're still in there, so you can't see it as where it's going. Right. So this measures the amount of solids that are in water, and it tells you if you're in the green zone, which means it's healthy to drink, or the red zone. Most tap water is in the red zone. Yeah. Now, Obviously, in an emergency – look, if you're starving in Sahara, you're not going to care about the red zone. You're going to drink that water all day long. But – when you have – obviously, you can drink the water if needed it. Is where I'm going. But if you can make it healthier with a simple step, then do it. So if you don't right. have a good filtration system in your home, a good water distiller is a good option. And there's even smaller ones. People travel with it. It basically heats up the water, and then it drips back into a container. It's almost like rainwater, but it clears out everything. It brings the yeah. total solids down to almost zero. Because there's a lot of stuff in water that you, you don't really want to – you don't even want to know – what you're drinking in tap water look man
0: if you're anti-drug you probably shouldn't drink tap water <laughs> so a lot of that stuff is in there so but um and also you know think about having you know something you can have on hand you can get this in the camping section because i'm pretty sure a lot of people are not looking at this get like charcoal charcoal pills charcoal tablets you know for your right. water as right. well man Good. you know but you can use that charcoal you can use that charcoal that activated charcoal for so many things you know, yeah, from brushing your teeth, from the water you consume, it's just like, come on, you crush it up, you can then you can make, you know, topical, different forms of things for it as well. It's like there's so much you can do with charcoal, and it's very beneficial to have that around. Well, charcoal capsules are good when you
1: have GI distress. If you're farting yeah. on command, <laughs> <you>. yeah, right. <laughs> You should have it on hand just for that reason. All right. You want to walk around <laughs> farting on like command? No, just take a charcoal capsule. And, yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, to my end, yeah, my, and when you're sitting and you're stressed out about this pandemic going on and you're drinking too much because now you're just sitting there and you stocked up on all that alcohol and you have a hangover that activated charcoal can help with that. <laughs> so and you're stressing out, you got high cholesterol, it can help you with that as well, man. Um, yeah, so you know, this is one of those things that people don't talk about very much, but it's funny, but it's starting to pop up in a lot of products, especially like in toothpaste and face masks oh. and things like that.
1: Yeah, it's it's often used as a teeth whitener as well, and it's actually yeah, very effective. You know, I,
0: that's what I use. And you yeah. know, yeah, when you're brushing, when you should, when someone sees it, like, but your teeth are turning black when you're brushing it. Yeah, but once it's done, you see how how much brighter your teeth are, and they and they'll feel cleaner. And it's also yeah. good for it's good for your gums and fighting gingivitis and all types of gum diseases as well. Come on, don't forget the floss. So yeah, that's another thing you need to make sure you have plenty of when you're going through this. Don't don't run out of floss. Make sure you got plenty of floss, man. And all those all those hygiene necessities like toothpaste, soap, and and shampoos and all those simple things. But don't just sit there. And don't don't live bottle to bottle. Don't buy shampoo once you run out of shampoo. Sometimes. Uh, Go ahead and have two or three bottles already stacked and ready to go because it's going to suck when you need it and you can't go get, you can't find it anymore, which is right. the current theme of this, this show, you know, so it doesn't hurt to kind of stock it, but no one says go crazy and have a garage and pallets full of shampoo, you know, or a pallets of soap or something like that. No, man, but think about how many members that are in your household and then pretty much think about getting at least three months supply for each one of those people. That's a good way to look at things, whether it be the hygiene products, whether to look at medications, whether to look at the food, you know, food and water. Think about that as well. And last but not least, as far as what I want to talk about, <clears> talking about <throat> family members, let's also think about your pets, man. We, we briefly brought that up. But, um, yeah, as of now, you know, there's, <clears throat> there's still no evidence suggesting that, you know, the coronavirus can be transmitted to or from, you know, our, our pets, but, you know still you want to have good hygiene practices, so you know make sure you're washing your hands thoroughly every day, you know before and after you have direct contact with your pets, you know with their food or with their supplies so don't don't get phyto you know sick or try to test it out by because you're not being clean okay right. so you right. know but um like i said you you want to help them out as well, no matter even if it's not even about the coronavirus, any type of illness any type of bacteria that you could be carrying around as a human, you know, may be very detrimental to your pets as well. So, you know, take clean yourself up before you're playing with them. Okay. Um, also you want to stock up on pet supplies as well. Like Mike was saying, he had a few extra bags, you know, of, of dog food for his dogs. And, you know, our dog's food is mostly frozen, but it's always, it's always if you have frozen foods or something like that, and if you're the type of people, if you're the people that are like, feeding your pets raw or something like that, it's still good to have dry food on hand. Because let's say electricity goes up, then, you know, that food is probably going to go to waste if you don't have a means to preserve it. So it doesn't mean that your your pets should have to suffer for that. So you want to have some dry goods on hand for that as well. And check the expiration date on it. I mean, just treat this just like you would with, um, with all types of stored food. <clears throat> like um, I'm about to get into that just before I wrap up um also you want to designate like an emergency caregiver so let's just say find someone that you know if in the short or long term in case that you know something goes down and you can't make it home to take care of your pet someone that can stop by and look in on them and care for them until you make it home whether it be a family member a friend a neighbor you know a boarding facility or something like that and then um last but not least keep a pet dossier so everything as far as their, you know, whatever their needs are as far as um, health, you want to have that. You know, their shots, you know, their records and all those other, the vaccination shots, um, the contact information for their veterinarian. You want to create like a, a, a folder for this, this information and keep it on hand. Laminate it because you never know what happens because, yeah, we're talking about a pandemic right now. But me being in Houston, Texas, I could be talking about a flood. I could be talking about a hurricane. You know, we could be talking about 20s, anything that could, like, destroy paper. You know, this is the reason why you want to laminate these things. That also works for you, your personal effects as well, whether it be your passport, insurance, marriage license, birth certificate, all of that stuff. Get that stuff laminated. Keep it in a safe place. Put it in a safe, a fireproof safe. Little things like that. Again, these are things you should be doing anyway, not just right now as we're dealing with the coronavirus. Because in the day, you want to have all that stuff in, in in one place where you can easily get to it in case you need it. <clears throat> okay, so um, other than that, um, other than that, I want to talk, oh, one last thing I want to talk about was uh, food. Uh, we were talking about, you know, just getting dry goods and things like that, but there are also companies that also have, like, food buckets. Now, the cool thing about, like, Costco and Sam's and places like that prior to this event probably happening, you know, they were starting to carry a lot of those food buckets, you know, where you'd have, like, one to three months' worth of food. So all you have to do is just add water. And pretty much most of them taste like regular delicious meals. You know, and one of the companies I like is Wise um, for emergency food. Uh, And back around Black Friday, they were doing a deal where you just try out one of their 72-hour kits for like 20 bucks. And so I just bought quite a few of those. Um, I'm pretty sure some of these food supply companies have probably raised their prices a little bit if they have anything in stock. But um, I would say check them out. So um, uh, I cannot think of the other company that I see all the time, like at sporting goods stores and like Walmart. But you, you just ask them, like, you know, where is like your fi- your prepackaged food or your food, your food buckets or whatever. And you'd be surprised, like have that stuff on hand, because most of those foods last 25 years and communities like the Mormons and the Amish, they stock up on stuff like this. They stock up, on, especially the Mormons. They, they, there are a lot of churches as well that stock up on these foods because, you know, stuff happens and they want to be there for their community and to be able to take care of them or whatever. And when all you got to do is add some boiling water, then, you know, why not? So a lot of these ready-made foods, man, are ideal to have. And, again, check the expiration date, but like I said, a lot of them don't expire for like 25 years for the shelf life. So <clears throat> just some things, man, you guys can think about and. um, Cause we don't want to go too far into this because we could go hours, but that's what the news is for, to go hours to talk about this. But I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't want to hear about this anymore. <laughs> they feel, uh, what they, uh, they want to hear is like, when is it over?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, what we're not, I think we can both agree that what we're not going to do is just be just an extension of the news where we, every exactly. episode for the next three months <laughs> is about this topic. We want to obviously bring up these things because it's relevant for what's going on. But we had, we had a bunch of ideas that we were going to run with. Yeah. As we brought the show back, that we're going to continue to do because honestly, I listen to a bunch of podcasts. None of them have anything to do with the news because I don't. No. I don't need if I want that. I know where to get it. When I listen <laughs> to a podcast, I want to hear a good conversation. I want to hear something that's entertaining, something that's going to take my mind away from what's going on. But one more thing about this food such a situation as well is there there are a lot of companies out there, such as ones called Vistro Food. And Vistra makes these frozen plant-based meals. So those of you that are vegan out there, and even if you're not vegan, I think a lot of people would enjoy these meals. And anyway, they, they ship, let's say you order 30 prepared meals. They're okay. frozen. You pop it in the oven for 20 minutes, and they're really good. So this is another thing they have on standby. You can put maybe yeah. 10, 20 of these meals in your refrigerator. And also have it on standby for, I hope no one gets sick, but let's say you do get sick. And maybe you live alone. You're not going to probably be in the mood to cook up a storm every night. Right. <laughs> you know, <you're> gonna <laughs> right. Like when I had that flu last year, believe me, I, I was just eating canned soup and so forth because I had no appetite and I had no energy. Right. So meals like this are nutritious. Even if you're a wife, dad, you can pop this thing in the oven for 15, 20 minutes and then you're good to go. And if things start running out in the grocery store, these are also it's good to have some extra meals on hand just some extra sources, so just good yeah. meal replacement powders, protein powders, nuts and seeds. These are things that you can not only survive on, you can really thrive right. on these sources as well, rather than just eating enough just to subsist and also, also just just keep in mind that what we're experiencing most people in the world experience
0: way worse everyday <laughs> at- life, yeah. <laughs> and worse.
1: In Kenya, I've been to Kenya, Uganda, Morocco, South Africa, but in Kenya and Uganda, most people survive on what's called maize, which is a cornmeal, ugali, ugali is what a lot of people mean, which is a cornmeal type thing. Now, these people walk 15, 20 miles a day to get to from work and back, very physically laborious, laborious jobs, and... They don't eat a lot after all this physical activity. In fact, if the average American had to do all the physical activity they do, and then all they had to subsist on was one bowl of this
0: ugali at the end of the day, they'd be dying. <laughs> you, know? you would be white. Then you would them. actually look like your great grandfather and your grandparents. You, When you look at those old pictures, like, dang, grandpa, you were ripped. Well, he was living like this. He's living doing the Great Depression and all that. And basically, they worked all day and they had one meal, you know, for the most part. And they took their ass to sleep when the sun went down. And they woke up when the sun came up. <laughs> so well, so pretty what much. We'll say, they're, whatever they're eating is not
1: being stored as body fat. It's being <laughs> right.
0: No way. Right. They uh, need that energy.
1: Exactly. There we, go. we need every ounce <laughs> of energy from this meal to Subsist. We're not going to store away anything. So you can get it tomorrow because
0: we're not storing away anything. There's no saving here. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, man. Um, one last thing for businesses, just keep this in mind before we end this topic. You know, hey, man, support those small businesses out there. There are still small businesses out there that have not been completely shut down as of the moment that we're recording this. You know, anything can change by the time this comes out in the next few days, but you know, Look, since you're at home, shop locally online. Like Mike was talking about, with you know, there are some grocery stores they'll deliver. You know, so instead of you having to go out and worry about that, you know, shop with these local small markets, whatever. Shop online. Um, these businesses that are still doing delivery and takeout, please support them, especially you know these restaurants. They need that right now. Um, Therapy-wise, you know, Mike was talking about that early. Um, hey if you can 't get out to a therapist, schedule some online therapy sessions if you you know right. if your therapist has that available or you know check your your insurance provider if you 're using insurance for that and see what 's available and then there are some that you know they will they will help without insurance it's just do your research so you don 't have to sit there and go through this this mentally taxing time you know without help with you know without seeing someone or talking to someone um, another thing you know buy you know if you 're not going to go and you know, go out and eat or whatever else. Right now, you want to stay right. home. You, know, for the most part, buy gift cards and use them later. So buy right. gift cards, for businesses. You know, right. while you're sitting there on your computer, you know, got your favorite restaurant. You've been meaning to leave them a review. Jim Florentine would love this right now. But uh, you know, you've been meaning to leave them a review. Then this is the time to go in and you know, go on Facebook, Yelp or whatever else. And, you know, give them those five-star reviews that you were talking about. Now, don't go, this ain't the time to go be a dick either and just like, well, now I have time. I'm going to give so-and-so that one-star review from six months ago when they wouldn't let me see the manager, when the manager wasn't there. Don't be that guy. This ain't the time. Get over it. You made it six months without it. Just move on, bro. Okay. Um, also, order from local restaurants, man, you know, whenever you can if they're open. Um, do- another thing, donate to online and local charities. So donate online to local charities because right now they all need it. Um, like here in Houston, you know, like our Houston food bank. They, that's another thing. If you got time on your hands, you want to get out of the house. Believe it or not, like a lot of the food pantries, or whatever, are still looking for, there are a lot of opportunities to volunteer. Now they're going through the necessary precautions to make sure it's safe, but they still need people to help and help get food out and, and to get meals out to senior citizens and to lower income families. So if you're able-bodied, man, you're feeling good and, You know, check in and see where you can volunteer as well if you want to get out of house. But otherwise, if you want to stay inside, then make please donate to these charities online, Uh, and also make sure they're legit. You know, so you know we got a website for that to make sure it's not a BS charity because there's a lot of them out there. There's CEOs are banking off of this type of situation. You know, so Charity Navigator. Don't forget that. Always go there and check somebody out. Um, Anything. You know, this is a good time to support your friends online. Like. This is a time to share their post while you're on social media. So now that we're back on the air and doing the show again, this is a good time to share shows like ours. And share them with the people that follow you because now you have a captive audience. <laughs> Unlike probably before you had one or two, your aunt and your, and your great uncle checking out your social media. I mean, now you have far more people and they're looking for things to do and things to listen to. And they need to listen to some quality podcasts and yet here we are. So make sure you yeah, share, right, you know, share this stuff, man. And this is a good time to leave us a review as well when we talk about oh, restaurant reviews. This a good time to tough. review our show. Yeah, absolutely. In some ways this is the best way, this
1: is the best time for us to come back because we'll yeah. <laughs> have a lot of time on their ass. <laughs> they, they want to fill, it. like I said, you can only watch. Like, I mean, speaking of myself, I can only watch right. so much television. Right. I got oh, my yeah. Kindle. I got a lot of
0: good books to read. Yeah, and I've been downloading books, and there's, and I, I love the fact that a lot of the books that I've been interested in, the authors have like put those books on sale with this pandemic. Thank you for that. <laughs> so it was awesome. like, oh. Your book is now available for 99 cents. I'm like, well, I just got that because <laughs> my list, my little wish list is pretty extensive. So it's good that some of these are going on sale. Um, last thing. Look, man, if you are going and you're doing business with people, come on, man, don't don't ask for a refund on stuff. First of all, first of all, most time you ask for a refund because of your error. Know what you want. Don't be a dick. Don't be the person, don't be caring, looking for the manager. You know, I want to speak to the manager, you know, all this other stuff. No, like, just like, at the end of the day, let's remember to still be human and be kind toward each other. Now, don't take any shit while we, you know, all this stuff is going on. But at the same time, man, you know, lead by example, be be cool, and then hopefully other people be cool with you. And just know that, okay, this is temporary. We'll get through this. And, yeah, man, so that's pretty much all I have to say about the pandemic. So I guess before we wrap it up, it's like, okay, and why the hell are we back? <laughs> We're <laughs> back, back once again. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Exactly. I,
1: hey, hey, I heard y'all need us. I heard, y'all, needed, back heard y'all looking for us. <laughs> <laughs> I heard y'all got that Rona, man. <laughs> well, I think I think what happened. And here's the thing. Here's. I, I've had a good amount of time to think about the show. Like when we first when we first stopped doing it last March, we both just weren't feeling it anymore. We didn't really have the passion to do it, and I think it was necessary to take a long break. Now, also, people need to keep in mind that the lady carrying it a couple extra pounds, she didn't sing on that episode. No. I didn't hear her sing. <laughs> no, no. Right? Until she does sing, it's
0: not over. Because <laughs> honestly, since we can't call her fat anymore – you know if she's body positive. Then that means that she has to keep singing because no one ever says the show is over when the body positive woman sings. That's pretty damn mouthy, okay? To say all of that.
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, when we first started doing the show, I, I I I don't even rem- I don't I don't even think we consciously had to come together that way. It just you and I are on the same page in terms of a lot of interest, so it just managed to manifest in a way that I really liked. But when right. we first started. I never had the intention of it just being a fitness podcast. Both of us were, I mean, I'm still in the fitness community on the supplement side, but at that time, both of us were heavily involved with instruction. We're both out there right. teaching workshops and classes and so forth. So obviously, it was it was going to be a natural extension to have a lot of our friends in the fitness industry come on the show. But even from the get-go, we had people like Robert Green, we had Roger Cross, we had Melia Kaplan, and then we had Ty from Project Child Save. We've had people that are way outside the fitness industry, but that are very interesting people. And that, to me, is the show at its best. Right. The Ty Ritter episodes, the Melia Kaplan, the Jen Firestein from Save the Chimps. I like talking to people that are doing very positive things to make the world a better place. I like lifting weights. I like physical training. But is that really having a positive impact? And Me setting a PR, does that really help anyone else? No. <laughs> All right. So me learning of five different ways to do box squats, that's cool. But is is it really making a major impact on improving the quality of lives of others? And the answer is no. So I think what happens is when you have people like Ty Ritter, it's hard to go back and just have regular conversations. Now, right. I'm saying that every episode needs to be like that because that can be overwhelming, too. We don't need to hear about horrors of the world every time someone comes on. But it's important to be aware of these things and be proactive about helping these organizations Interesting conversations though is the crucial component of a podcast. If you're not interested in the conversations anymore, you're not going to be interested in doing a show anymore. Right, so I think right. the most important thing to do is not be so overly reliant on guests. I think that's where we evolved into is that you just, you just had this frenzy to constantly get guests and new guests or, or any guest when it's difficult to get new guests. And I think one thing we're going to do this time around is we're going to have guests. We're going to have those people you love hearing from, Dr. Gordon and Jerry and right. Inkleton. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. Ty Ritt obviously, is going to be back. Harley from the Chrome Cromags. We're going to get all these people back. But also, I think we're going to do a lot more episodes where it's just us because we have plenty of things to say on a variety of topics. So we're not really a show that has to rely on guests being
0: on right. every single episode to keep
1: it interesting, to keep it informative. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's called the Live Life Aggressively Show with Mike Marla and Sincere Hogan, not the LLA Show with Mike since Sincere Sincer Hogan, and all those other folks. <laughs> so, <laughs> or at all, you know. So, yeah, man. So, Like I said, it feels good when you just kind of take a break. I think, I think a lot of you probably would like to take at least one year off from your spouse. You, you'd be surprised how you come back more energized and invigorated, or you'd be surprised how you never came back. But, uh, somebody might want you to do your kids the same way. It's just like, sometimes you don't want to wait 18 years to get away from them. Sometimes you need to take a break. You know, so that's why I said, make them sustainable now. Teach them now. Take care of yourself, you little brat. But that's kind of what, like I said, I, I feel renewed and re-energized coming back this time. I, mean, I was re- really looking forward to this day. Actually was kind of upset that we, we actually were going to record. I had first thought about recording, um last week, you know, early, early March was when I really wanted to do it, but there was a couple of things of, of side projects that are going on, <clears throat> um, <laughs> dealing with our state that I had to be present. For and had to do some traveling. So we put it off for a couple of weeks and then here we are. But then of course the coronavirus happened and of course those things got canceled. <laughs> so I was like, damn, we could have recorded the show last week. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, good thing I'm glad I didn't book that hotel ahead of time because that'd have been a pain in the ass trying to get all that taken care of. But yeah, but like I said, the timing is right. So to sum up why we came back, the timing is right. It's like, this is a good time to do so. And especially with the our approach to it this time. It's like we're getting back to the foundation and the basics of what actually had both of us interested in even starting a podcast. So we're going to get right. back to that. And we kind of steered away from that a little bit. And next thing you know, by the time we realized how far away we've gotten from it, it was kind of we couldn't see the starting point anymore at that point. So that's, sometimes you need to take that break and get that clarity. And then here's the thing. When something still is not – left your mind, even though you think that you're done with it and you still think about it, then maybe it wasn't time to stop doing it. It's probably time to restructure it and, and, and rebuild it and remix it. You know, and that's what this is. This is basically, you know, the LLA show remixed big time. So that's the reason why I was like, you know, hey, man, let's just start this a season two. Oh yeah, exactly. That's what it in season three you'll be six years from now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, look, man, if, if twenty four can do it, if if Will and Grace can take a twenty year hiatus before they come out, you know, with season seven, you know, why not? <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be season four it, but man, haven't you guys been doing this show for twenty five years? But yeah. you know what? It's almost <laughs> like it's like it's almost like having a BBC show. Like Luther took like about a four year hiatus before series three came out, series four. They don't even call it well, season over in the UK, it's called series. Like now. Yeah, a lot of shows do that now. They're, they're yeah, not they're, blinders, keep blinders. All of them, they do the same thing. But, no, but
1: there's altered carbon, which yeah, altered two, carbon.
0: Look how long it took. South I was North like, North.
1: damn,
0: <laughs> you almost forgot about it. Oh, I barely remember what happened in the first. <laughs> season. I know. I actually have to go back and watch the first season now. I'm like, I said, uh, what does Falcon also, have to do with this? <laughs> yeah, Westworld
1: on HBO really. There's good another show. one. Yep. In, Home, I think it's Homeland, three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homeland's another one. So and it,
0: this is the last one
1: as long as you need to do it right. So if you, I think us taking a year off was needed because otherwise it would have just kept deteriorating. At least maybe it wouldn't have been obvious to listeners, but we have our own standards. And I think both of us, we we want to put out whatever, whatever it is, whether it's supplements or a firearm training course or a podcast or a book, you know, whatever it is, you want to maintain a certain level of quality. And if you feel like you're falling short of that, then at least speaking for us, we, you lose a lot of motivation. I don't exactly. want to just keep on doing stuff for the sake of doing it. I, I stopped teaching kettlebell workshops because I wasn't passionate about it anymore. Exactly. And it's been five years. Years. <laughs> Yeah. It's five years since I taught a course. So clearly mm-hmm. it was the right move because I would have started teaching again. Believe me, if, it were, if right. I just needed a break, I would have started teaching again.
0: Yeah, exactly. So like I said, I, I'm I, like, I said, I'm looking, looking forward to this round. Right here, because again, like I said, I like the fact of getting back to basics, and here's the thing at the end of the day there's we'll never be short of any topic to talk about on this show ever, you know, and I think that was one of the reasons I think kind of sidetracked is like, why are we still talking about this again? Why are we still talking about you know techniques to improve a deadlift or how this person is you know like why are they just focused on building the perfect glutes? I'm like, what what are we doing? Really? This is an ass show? What are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we we have someone two hours talking about building the perfect ass? Two hours? Really? <laughs> One hour per ass cheek? Really, Mike?
1: <laughs> if we have someone come on and talk about physical training stuff, believe me, it's going to be something totally different than what you've heard before, because that's the only reason why I would want to talk to that person. Right. I'm like, wow, I never thought about doing any of that stuff, training that right. way. Benefits of doing that and so forth, and, and those people are out there. So I'm, I'm not saying that we're never going to talk about physical training again. I'm, obviously, it's something that is important and interesting to both of us. Just not every time, because one thing I remember both of us talked about is maybe we'll just do our own separate shows. You can you focus on your firearm stuff. I focus on hormone optimization. But that'll be interesting to me for about five episodes. And then <laughs> I'm going to okay where do I go now? You know, every episode <laughs> right. talk about first of all, how much do you how how, look how much information I have on hormone optimization just on my website right now. Now, how much more do you actually need? Right. Now, why isn't that information enough? <laughs> you know, it's a lot of information. Yeah, exactly. I have an eight-hour course on hormone optimization lecture series. Have you exhausted everything from that eight-hour course? I, I, I don't even think I've exhausted everything from <laughs> Right. our eight-hour course. So I'm not saying that there isn't more to learn. There always is. But sometimes people get addicted to just acquiring information. They just want to know shit, but they're not actually using right. it, and that's a problem because I, I don't want to just accumulate information in my head so that I'm a walking encyclopedia on the topic.
0: I want Cliff to be able yeah, You don't want to be Cliff Claver from Cheers. <laughs> yeah, <just right>. like <laughs> – yeah, folks, So, am um, looking forward to the next episode. Trust me, we'll have something interesting to talk about.
1: Uh, just a little preview of some of the ideas I have. I was going to discuss this with you privately, but we can just go through a little bit of it here. Obviously, we're going to get Ty Ritter back at some point. He's He's had a lot of interesting developments since the last time we spoke to him, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that. Harley Flanagan. He's a friend of the show. He's been on many times. He has a lot of time on his hands. So when he's not busy smoking a blunt, you know, we'll get him to come on and talk. He's got at least 30 minutes out of each day where he's not getting high. So we'll try try to catch that window. A good friend of mine from high school, his name is Alex Atwood. He's been doing a lot of these ayahuasca retreats.
0: I just watched the um, Chelsea Handler documentary with her little series that was on Netflix where she talked about drugs. Ch- uh, Chelsea does drugs. Funny, like watching her, she wouldn't have an ayahuasca experience. Her and um, Josh, uh, the other guy used to be on her show all the time. No, not Josh. It was actually um, one of her writers from our old show. And another one of their friends they went there and just it was interesting to watch that experience. It was to the point my wife looked at me and she goes, "Yeah, you know what? I'm actually good on doing that whole experience <laughs> but it was it was very interesting for the most part, you know, I know you were talking about um all the advancements with mushrooms that you yeah. that was happening, you know, and more That's that that topic's picking more picking up more and more steam right now, especially with mental health. Uh, I have
1: a friend of mine in town. He works over at the Cosmo. He's a really cool guy. He's Mm -hmm. pretty well versed in psilocybin. And I've actually tried it. I actually tried psilocybin maybe a while back from him and I actually really liked it. It was, it was similar to a marijuana high, but it was more of a ego diminishing type effect. Just made you more contemplative, but not, not obsessive with your past or future or anxieties. It's kind of hard to explain, but we'll get him on. Those, those compounds are really interesting. A lot of people are using them to squash depression or PTSD, mm-hmm. these things that they – it's an interesting territory. So I definitely yeah. – I, I want to actually go on an ayahuasca trip myself at some point. So I want to talk to – we'll have my friend Alex come on. He's an entertaining guy. He's a cool guy to talk to. Dr. Mark Gordon, he's not an infectious disease specialist, but he is a very intelligent doctor. So I'm sure he'll have some interesting things to say about what's going mm-hmm. on now and just things that he's doing in general. So we'll right. we'll definitely get him back on soon. We got Noah's house, which is a non-profit yeah. lady here in Vegas. And one thing she found is that a lot of women, when they, they leave abusive situations, they have tough decisions to make because a lot of the shelters they go to don't allow animals. So they have, they have to decide whether they're going to leave their dog behind or cat behind or whatever animal companion they have. And that's a really tough decision for a lot of people to make. Any of us who have animals, you can understand that. So with Noah's house, what they do is they provide a shelter for women, but adjacent to the place, they they have a shelter for them to bring their animals. So they can go visit their animals as much as the animals don't stay with them in the room staying in, but they're right next door. Yeah. So is it perfect? No. Is it way better than the alternative? Absolutely. Yes. And she's really interesting lady, so we'll definitely talk to her. I actually want to get Rashad Evans on the podcast because he he has made an interesting turn in his life now, where he's really into psychedelics. He's been on a plant diet for a while. He's never felt yeah. better. He's uh, become is he over in
0: Thailand right now too? Uh, he might be because I think he's he over there be. working with um with uh um, Mike Swick. You know, yeah, Mike. because yeah. Mike because he's still doing I think AKA Thailand, and I saw Rashad over there. So he's an
1: interesting I, guy as well. So I mean, if people yeah. like that that are. Interesting things. There's a guy named Bill Andrews who is really well versed in telomeres and mm-hmm. telomere dinners yeah. out there. And there's a product that he helped produce called Tam 18. And the telomere products really help with protecting DNA. Because every right. time cells divide, the telomeres get shorter, and now DNA is not
0: protected. And this is a good so time that, to talk about that, you know, with yeah, the virus. So, out.
1: That's where I'm going. Now, I'm actually – I didn't bring up this product because it's really expensive, and I, I don't want people to fixate on it. Because I know what happens. If I bring this up and recommend it, people are going to start asking me, emailing me every day, going, hey, how long have you been taking it? What are the? Should I blow the money on this? And And, and I don't want people focused on – Spending six to eight hundred dollars on a supplement, if it's a three month supply, but still, when right now prioritize prioritize other things, and as we get more information, we'll share it. You right. can make a more informed decision down the line. There's an organization called Dude and Dogs that I heard about, and this is a guy in Britain who has a lot of social anxiety and mental health issues, and but he loves hanging out with his dog. So he he created this group of let's get together. It's a men's group where men get together, talk about their personal problems. And bring their dogs with them. So the dogs are basically socializing force. Yeah, it's really cool. So the dogs help people more at ease. Like actually this therapist I go to, she has two therapy dogs in the room and that makes a big difference. And that was actually one of the reasons why I hired her because I I like
0: the fact that she even offered that. I was like, Oh, that's cool.
1: Just, just having dogs in the room, Shelly, that just helps
0: you relax more. It It helps you relax because you, because you have someone present that's not judgmental. You know, yeah. you don't have to sit there and worry about like, well, I, I don't want to say this because they'll think this. Well a dog doesn't give a damn. It's like, hey, you just keep rubbing you keep rubbing my belly, dude, while you're talking to that other human over there. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then uh, there's this movie called Chance. It's about
1: it's a it's an animated movie about a pimple that's forced into a dog fighting situation. So it's in many ways very similar to the storyline of Spartacus or Caesar right. and Planet of the Apes. You know, it's that kind right. of theme. I actually really liked it. I thought I thought it was really well done. It basically shows you, or what they tried to show you, is the dog fighting world and what these animals go through from the dog's perspective.
0: Now, is this on the, this on Netflix?
1: No, it's on Amazon. You pay a couple bucks um, for it to okay. right now. And they're trying to build as much awareness about the, the horrors of dog fighting. It's horrible stuff. It's a terrible situation. Yeah. The movie, the movie does have a lot of people are like, ah, I don't want to watch a movie like that. It's like that is depressing, and it, and it's, it is heartbreaking at times. I'm not going to give away the ending, but it's a good ending, so you're, you're not going to feel real demoralized afterwards. Is where I'm going. Uh, honestly, I held off on watching it myself because I looked at the subject matter. I was like, ah, I don't want to deal with that right now. Right. <laughs> you know, because I feel really bad for animals when they suffer. You know. Right. So it's like, I don't. And it, obviously, this is a movie, but it's based on reality, so it just yeah. makes you think about things a little bit more. But the movie is really well done. I want to get maybe the director or the writer or someone involved with the movie just to help build awareness about it. I think they're doing a great job. And then there's a guy named Chris. He runs the Austin Farm Sanctuary. And uh, he and his wife was like what you're talking about, sincere, how you want to have a sanctuary someday. Well, here's a guy who's doing it and he's doing it in Austin with his wife. And they're doing a great job. They have all kinds of animals. They take care of there. pig. I think horse, I've been, uh, you know, uh, the,
0: uh, if it's the one who has like, I mean, they have like elephants Maybe one. I'll a couple think, of tigers. A couple,
1: yeah, they don't have tigers or elephants. Okay, so okay, so that's the okay. That's another
0: sanctuary in Austin. They do the same thing, and um, but I've gone. We've gone to that a few times, and it's really cool because it's not a zoo. It's like they've been rescued for the most part. All these animals, they try to create the environment as keep it as natural as possible. But again, it's not like a zoo environment. But I was thinking it was that sanctuary. Maybe i I'm guess. Sure of these so out there, but I mean, there's.
1: I, I see interesting people doing really interesting things all the time. Like on, on social media, I don't follow yeah. a bunch of people that are posting pics of their glute ham raise, you know, like, like me, <laughs> because I'm already <laughs> doing that. I don't need to watch other people do it. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, I follow a lot of different people that are doing stuff like this. They have sanctuaries. Yeah. They're doing things to help kids. They're doing things to help seniors. They're doing things to help homeless vets. That's the kind of thing I like to see out there, because I, I find that very invigorating. Now I always think of what's the best way to shine a light, kind of things, and a podcast is a very effective way to do it. Because I I, lo- I like to get guests that I haven't heard on any other show. Yeah. But a lot of people do who run podcasts is they look at what other people are doing. It's like, oh, Joe Rogan just had
0: this guy, let's get him look, on or Rich Roll. So they're looking, this they're looking for the yeah, they for the quick the quick hit. They exactly. want to see who, who, how many you know who can give them the most hits that week you know and downloads. But the thing is. If they just heard him on Rogan, they're probably not going to listen to him on your show. Because, and what are you going to um, ask that's going to be different than what Rogan show. asked?
1: Rogan yeah, talked so over have- three hours.
0: What can you ask that Rogan didn't cover in three hours?
1: Well, okay. that's the other thing too. I don't want to ask a bunch of questions that I already know the answer to because I saw them on some other show. Right. I ra- I'd rather get people that really need the exposure, but shows aren't having them come on because they know it's not going to move the ticker. I mean, right. how many people have like Ty Ritter come on the show after the five, six times that we've had him on? None. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to get him on a variety of shows. And people always talk about, they oh, it's a good game, yeah. But when it comes time to actually do something, all of a sudden, no one's responding to emails. Perfect. Now, if I, if, if I recommended someone famous and I said, hey, I have this person's contact info, I'll get a response in two seconds <laughs> yeah, to try to connect that on. So that that's another reason why I wanted to bring the show back because no one's really doing a show like we're doing. You know, it's not something where we're just a copycat of everybody else out there. And instead of me wasting time trying to get Ty on someone else's show or any of these people I just mentioned, let's get them on our show. Let's get a good conversation. And if people hear that and they want to have them on their show, great. But they're whether whether that happens or not, they've already been on our show and we start from there. <laughs> it was good, man. So yeah, me too.
0: I'm, I'm due for another cup of tea at this point
1: <laughs> keep my keep building my immune system <laughs> well so. you know, actually, you know what that that's actually the other thing that i would recommend as well drink a lot of green tea keep drinking your coffee because that's good for your liver get a couple of cups of green tea or any any kind of tea you like yeah. you know just just keep, just keep loading up on on Best healthy quality
0: stuff. of, of yeah. coffee and tea you know not yeah. the, the cheap stuff because that's not actually going to help you as much so yeah people in the meantime, you guys take care of yourselves. If you just rock with one or two things that you heard in this episode, you'll be far ahead of most of these folks out there that's dealing with this situation. But most importantly, man, just try to keep your head on straight. We're, we're going to be good. Turn your TV off. Turn your TV off and just try to just maybe once or twice a day just kind of see what's happening locally that you may need to be aware of, but then don't get so caught up in it and that it becomes a 12-, 13-hour like, mini-series reality series known as the local news, because all they're doing is repeating the same stuff over and over again. So you only need to see that, hear that information once. You don't need to hear it 14, 15 times that day, because so, then they start conditioning just the way you feel about the situation. It makes you feel hopeless. So my thing is get the information in and then make a conscious decision, like how you're going to respond to it and go from there. The ball is actually in your court. You're in far more control of this thing than the, the mainstream cares to let you know. All right. So right. And that's one of the best ways to build your immune system is to know the fact that, you know what, man, I got this. I'm like, humans have been evolving for eons, and yet here we are. So my thing is, it's a gift. Take it. Run with it. And, you know, share the gift, man. You know, be nice to other folks as well. Check in on other people and know that you're not alone in any of this madness. So other than that, man, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Take care, everybody. All right, Jake, everyone. That wraps up this week's Live Life Aggressively Show. Be sure to head over to MikeMahler.com and NewWarriorTraining.com. Use the coupon code LLA12 and receive 12% off of your total purchase at either of those websites. Also, for more personal protection tips, make sure you head over to NewWarriorDefense.com. Support the production of the Live Life Progressive Show by heading over to Patreon.com and becoming a patron. Simply go to Patreon.com slash LLA Podcast. All Patreon subscribers receive Patreon-only access to our brand new show, Afterlife, which is a brand new behind-the-scenes episode that is not available to the public. Our Patreon subscribers also get to enjoy bigger discounts on all of our products by receiving patron only discount codes beginning at 15% off on all products on MikeMahler.com and NewWarriorTraining.com. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Lastly, be sure to share the episode by following us on social media, on Facebook, as well as our new account on Instagram. Until the next episode, take care, everybody.